Welcome to the Literary License Podcast, King's Horror Episodes, where we dive down in to famous horror writers and their movie counterparts, with your co-hosts, Vicky Ray, Leandro Gazi, Keith Shago, reading horror and watching films, and discussing in full bloody Hello, welcome to Let Your License Podcast, and this book to screen episode where we'll be covering Ringu, the Japanese novel, and Ringu, the Japanese film. And before we get started, let's find out who's with us. We got Leandro with us. Hello, Leandro. Hi, how are you? I'm groovy. And we got Craig Johnson with us. Hello, Craig. Hello from East Finchley, everybody from across the <laughs> seas worldwide. <laughs> and we got David Grunt with us. Hello, David. Hello, welcome to East Findlay, uh, East Finchley. <laughs> <laughs> and we also got Vicky Ray with us. Hello, Vicky. Hi, and I'm in Texas, and I'm stuck with all these crazy Brits. Yes. <laughs> and I'm your host, Keith Chago, and let's find out what we've all been up to. Let's start out with you, Vicky. What have you been up to since last time we spoke to you? Mm, my kids took me to Puerto Rico. Ooh. And they tried to kill me. I'm still waiting for the zipline video, so I know you guys would get a kick out of it because I got stuck on the big one. Oh, no. It was no fun because <laughs> it was like a big drop. But we had a really good time. We went to Were you in San Juan? Um, San Juan, Were you yeah. In San Juan? Yeah, we stayed in San Juan. We stayed in San Juan for one night. But my daughter got us a treehouse in Alunque. So it was really cool staying in a big treehouse in the, the rainforest. It was just beautiful. And I woke up and I was trying to get a shower without a lot of noise in this treehouse, but there was a bunch of frogs in the bathroom when I got up. But <laughs> needless to say, the frogs were the least of my worries. But other than that, I'm actually been playing soccer and um, we're just all getting ready for Mother's Day. I'm probably going to hide. <laughs> but anyway, what did I watch? Oh, yeah, I think I, I think what I've watched today was the last installment of Outer Range on um on what do you call it? Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime it's, yeah. like, it's like uh, Yellowstone meets um, uh, Twilight Zone. Freaking awesome. I totally love it. Um, was it uh, Brolin? Brolin. What's the young Brolin? Dang, Josh Brolin. Josh, Josh Brolin's Brolin. in it. It is really freaking good. I, I'm kind of thinking that was the eighth episode. I hate it when they only do eight episodes, but I'll see if it's not out next Friday. But what else did I watch? The Offer, I started watching that on Paramount+. Plus. It's all about the goofy shit. I did had no idea. I'm sure that they've taken artistic license with it. But it happened behind the scenes of The Godfather. I mean, it's just funny, and it's really creepy cool. But I've only got to the first episode. You know, I didn't start watching the second one, because I knew Scott would probably want to watch it, but it's excellent so far. And then I watched Beyond the Gate. I don't know why I just saw it on, and I just love that movie. I think Barbara Crampton is creepy as hell with her eyes and everything. You know, you know, Beyond the Gate. You know, she's doing the video game with the VHS tape kind of thing. Yeah, um, the guy who's the star of that, he's really good friends with Fiona. Oh, he is. I oh yeah, I think I read something about that the other day. Maybe that's why I watched it again. I don't know. And then I watched The Countess yesterday for Grins. It was about Elizabeth Bathory. Not just a regular old blood drinking fool. She had a lot going on. She had issues. She died an awful death. <laughs> but other than that, just doing my thing, my garden and all that other good stuff. Life is good. What about y'all? What about yourself, Andrew? What have you been up to? 
That'd be you, Leandro. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> no, I didn't hear my name. That's why. Uh, I have uh, started a choir at work two weeks ago. So really interesting, you know, um, singing. Um, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, it, it happened a long time ago that the headmistress of the school said, oh, would, would you like, we're going to make a choir. Would you like to be part of it? I don't know. And they said, yeah, yeah, come on, just try. Well, so I started. Um, and you like it? I bet you you're good. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm like a part of the rest. You know, it's like the, the man, there's a man. You're just shy. You're just shy. No, no, there is a uh, um, musician. No, no, the clowns play the piano, you know, and, and then he separate, separated us in three groups. And then he was asking, for example, no, Vicky, would you like to sing this part by, by yourself? Um, he asked me. I would have no, been no, petrified. No, no, no <laughs> I said, I'm happy singing with the rest, but I don't know. Yeah, stick to your guns. <laughs> are you singing like religious songs or are you singing like the church? Songs? Uh no, we well, uh, or a mixture. Uh, we we sang, you know, like Hallelujah. For me, that song is from Shrek, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, that's a pop song. It was written by um, Jeff Rockley, who died after he wrote it. So then we were singing uh, Seasons of Love. Oh, uh, wow. Rent. Yeah, from so a little bit of mixture. And then this one is from for for Craig and David. Uh, one yeah. that they said, I think it's called "You Never Walk Alone." Oh, oh yeah. I love that song. Yeah. From Carousel, By which Jerry, is a, fo- Jerry a football anthem. Yeah, yeah I don't know. a football anthem for Liverpool, wasn't it? Yeah, I was, asking, yeah I was asking uh, the man singing next to me, I said, where is this song? And he said, ah, oh, they use it in, in football matches. I said, oh, wow, I never heard that song before. Then I he- I heard the song in YouTube and I didn't like it. Mm. I like it the way we sing it. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's a really nice song, though. I can imagine if it's in it's harmony. Yeah, Probably sounds absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It was made uh, on. It, it there was there was an anonymous um, singer who um, sang that song as a soundtrack for um, the Legend of Zelda. Oh, um, oh. And it's, it's gone. It went viral, but it was like an anonymous singer. Yeah, but it's quite. Yeah. A, it's a really nice song. I mean, the original is Jerry Marsden, you know, and um, you know the thing is like it's it's like the Liverpool anthem, you know, uh, yeah. sort of like a. People, they rush everywhere, each with their own special care. So ferry across the Mersey, because this land's the place I love, and here I'll stay. <laughs> it's just like a great sort of uh, confirmation of being a, a scout. I like it's great. You so know? do you want to see it? <laughs> Sorry, Leo? Well, do you want to see <laughs> that, was Jerry, that was Jerry. People, they rush everywhere. <laughs> Actually, you'll never walk alone is actually from the musical um, Carousel with Roger and Hammerstein. Yeah, someone someone's yeah, mentioned the carousel. Yeah. When you walk through hold your head up high. Basically oh, yeah, it's um yeah. basically don't it's um the, I mean, it, Yeah, he um the husband dies and leaves her to raise her child and she sees the ghost of her um, husband, as he as he's going to heaven, yeah. and that's the song being sung as he's headed to, towards heaven. Yeah, that's funny. It's sad. It's a sad. It's, it's, a a song. it's only a big song. I remember with free four timing. You know, I mean uh, yeah. the other one is this is a. Uh, it's been redone so many times too. Yeah, Golden Brown by the Stranglers, another big 
But that was three, four time, you know, so the world's time, you know, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, and that. <laughs> Olivia Newton, John Sam is in three, four time. Sam. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Sam, you know where I am. <laughs> one, two, three, sad. One, two, three, sad. Welcome to Laser's podcast. Now singing. <laughs> welcome to, welcome to Time Signature's podcast. The LL podcast choir. <laughs> well, you always learn something. As I said to myself, I always say that. It's a good day people learn something. Yeah, that's right. Hey, by the way, I'm, um, I'm going to sort of say I'm a bit ugly. I was thinking of doing a new line in mirrors. Uh, rubber mirrors for people who are ugly, you know, so you don't break them. <laughs> and that'll be a three, four time as well. <laughs> oh my God, you're all lunatics today. What's we going on nuts. over there? There's no ring in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Be all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Due to high cost of living, we've gone, we lost our sanity. We're paying for with it with our insanity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now. <laughs> Sanity's gone. Oh, gosh. Meanwhile, Barnet turned labor. Hey. <laughs> Is a shock. Yeah, it's a so, shock. So that means our garbage. That means our garbage won't be picked up once a week. It'll be like all you gotta do. Remember that our garbage trays. Wrap that shit up in Christmas paper. It's on fire. We'll steal it. I'm telling you, it works every time. That's true. Like yeah, yeah. I do that when I when I'm throwing stuff. When I'm throwing like big items out, I just put it to the curb and it's gone within twelve hours. Someone will go through it. It's you, Keith. You're the one with the mattress. You know. I, I was down the tube station the other day, Keith, and it said, any unintended items will be removed by a member of staff. So I said to Craig, let's take that mattress down that's been lying in the front garden. Well, yeah, they were serenading. Oh, God. Did you guys actually take it down there? Yeah, yeah, why not? Oh, you did? <laughs> I'd have kept first, like, you know. So. Well, the bad, the, bad thing about East, the, bad, the bad thing about East Finchley's um, tube station is that it's, you have to go, it's because it's out, it's above ground, so basically you have to walk upstairs with it. It'd be better if you took it to um, Highgate so you can, like, ride it down the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> and then get up and just go leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, It'd be no, even so, better if you take if if you could get it to the green park and ride it down that escalator because that's bigger. Hey, that's you could, yeah. <laughs> we might get there quicker as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll classic. Some wheels on the only thing is, you know, don't know start dragging mattresses through San Francisco, you know, because it's a bit hilly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the streets uh, of San Francisco on a mattress. <laughs> hey, that's really bad. That is a very hilly place. But now you yeah, got to dodge. Now you got to dodge hypodermic needles, needles, and poop. Bloody hell! <laughs> what well, hell? Yeah, well, I was I was actually reading this newspaper article because London's London's a huge bowl, so yeah. basically That's the center right. of London's at the bottom of the bowl and everywhere around it. That's right. So um, there's this thing about an Evening Standard or one of those crappy newspapers, and basically it was um, pe- people complaining because people are starting to use their bikes more. So getting to work is really fun because it's downhill all the way, but getting home, they said they're tired. Oh, God, to yeah. Home. yeah. I don't want to go back on the bike. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, well, yeah. I guess so it is kind of hilly. Taking, they're, they're, I don't remember riding their bikes. To, well, no, because it's down. It's, it's not hilly. It's just one great... We're in a, London's in a bowl. Yeah, like so a bowl. In the center, yeah, yeah the so if you work in the center of London <laughs> and you live on the outskirts <laughs> like Finchley or something, gotcha, it's downhill yeah. all the way. Oh, so, okay, I see what you're so saying. So basically what they're doing is pe- to save money because the two, br- two rides is keep, the pay- it keeps getting more and more expensive to travel here. They're riding their bike 
into work and then take and then taking their bike <laughs> the and riding it back on the tube by the night. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no <laughs> shit. Hey, that's great. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I know that. Is the tube that expensive now? Um, it's gone. It's gone up. I mean, for me, it used to cost me three pounds fifty to get to work, and it's up to five pounds twenty-five for me to get. Yeah. To work. One way. Yeah. Uh, they should give it to wow. you for free. You work in for the NHS. Uh, we get yeah. nothing for free. Yeah. My whole life's paying for poor people. But, <laughs> but, uh, You're not supposed uh, to say that. Yeah, but, you know, but you know what's going. But you, you know. But you know what's going up again. Yeah. The tube's going up again in another couple months. You know, it's everything not. goes. Everything goes up. Nothing comes down. Poor people going by bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, let's be honest. I mean, something something's going on with London Tube anyway because. COVID happens, we go in lockdown, three weeks later, they're bankrupt. It's like, really? It's <laughs> like, most companies yeah. take about six months to go bankrupt. They went bankrupt in three weeks. So That's crazy. They must not yeah. have had a lot got- of capital to operate with. Then COVID, COVID ends, and then they decide to upgrade the rail after everyone <laughs> yeah. <wants> to- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, uh, we also have, uh, we, I mean, we do have Marvin the Martian as our mayor. Or city oh, no. oh, yeah, we, we get a kick That's out true. of him over here, too. Get in the New York City mayor. They need to get together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no, okay. But, yeah, so what about yourself, David? What are you even up to? Yeah, um, just trying to figure out why they've got mountain bikes in Amsterdam. And uh, <laughs> Mountain bikes? Yeah. Why do you want a mountain bike in Amsterdam? It was flat. You know, <laughs> you know it's okay in Edinburgh. Well, well, yeah, but, but I mean, uh, Amsterdam has a lot of lesbians in it. Oh no, that's not. They're not lesbians. They're dykes. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> I would be so afraid to ride a bike in any room. That is some crazy traffic in that town, especially when you get over there by the castle and downtown Absolutely. area, Glasgow, and yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, the the um, the <laughs> platform for voting here at the moment, Labour said if they get into Barnet. They're going to close all the roads down and make them um, bike lanes. So I guess we'll be expecting all. Oh, I guess all people who drive. No, but English people. Well, what's going to happen is, is that basically you'll have a bike lane until you get the golden green, and then you're screwed. (laughs) 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 And they've got special bikes that you can park and ride bikes. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, five pound or something. You know, and you. You can, they park in the middle of the pavement. There's virtually no place to park. That's just crazy. Craig, I, Craig, you can get you can get one of those bikes for free, actually. Yeah, you're, in a, you're NHS, aren't you? Mm. He's NHS. You, yeah, yeah. There's an NHS discount you can use, so you can use it for free. But the thing is, you can only use it for free for thirty minutes. So you can ride thirty minutes oh, to the next bike the thing, and I'm then you have to change a, your bike. That's I'm crazy. Of, I'm a bit of a liability though because I'm likely to the first time I get on the bike, I'll probably just get flat and buy a bus or something. So I'll just, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep yeah. my two legs. Or yeah, I'll too- stick with my You're legs. You're such, such an optimist, Craig. Uh, Four legs I, good, I'm, I'm, two legs bad. I'm with Craig. I'm so oblivious when I'm outside that I basically I just become one with a lorry. <laughs> I said to my, my team leader, I said, look, I've just survived COVID. You know, yeah. the one day that I go out on a bike, you know. Yeah, you know, a bus drops out of the sky on my head. You know. I always said that I always said if I was going to commit suicide, I'm going to jump in front of a moving tube. So that way I'll always do, because the driver will get PTSD yeah. and, the, and always yeah. remember, and always remember me until he commits suicide. 
Every time he closes his eyes, you're going to see me like a bug on the windscreen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh God. That's terrible. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, Is that what you've been doing, Keith? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's great because if you throw yourself in front of the tube, you get you get you get someone who's going to remember you because the, their PTSD from it. They'll get a huge paycheck because they never go back to work, and they get a really good payout from London Underground. Plus, huh? people are pissed off for you for the whole twenty four hours because you just screwed up the whole London transport. Yeah, system. that's when true. you get reincarnated, you come back as a little mouse on the underground. Yeah, you come back as a little yeah. punishment. That's right. Trying to sort of grab a piece of bounty ball yeah. or something, you know. But, they, but to be honest, they look healthy and happy. <laughs> they do, yeah. They're all on cocaine. They're all running around with it's 20 a, pound notes from the city, you know, yeah. laced yeah. with cocaine, you know. <laughs> and meth. Drop, drop from the meth heads who actually like drop their staff. On the, on the, I got held up by a mouse. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw a mouse running around. Yeah, he was with driving the <laughs> Sick, sick people. Oh boy! Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I saw a couple of movies this week. I saw. Oh yeah, um, we, we saw Moonfall. Moonfall by I think it was. Oh, Emirates. did you like it? Yeah, it was, oh, we really liked that it. That was really good. Yeah, really liked it. And it's we saw the Batman. Yes, and, um, and Nan. the Nan. The Nan movie was, <laughs> was quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. What movie? Uh, the Nan movie with Catherine Tate. Yeah, it's it a bit so kind of funny. <laughs> so funny. Laugh out loud. That yeah, was really, really funny. Yeah. yeah, but again, it's like kind of regional thing in it because if you took that to sort of like you know I don't know somewhere else in the world, they might not really get the. Yeah, the, uh, the humor. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's. Well, a- I have to say, I hope it's better than because Catherine Tate's got a new show on Netflix at the moment. Have you seen it? No, no, it's it, it's hit miss. Yeah, she plays different characters in it. Some of it's really funny. Some of it's like, uh, oh, thing. so no, I like Catherine Tate. I love I love the Nan character anyway. Yeah, I remember the old uh, fast show. Is a grand? Is a gra- the guy the kid who plays the grandson? Is he in it? The Gav the Gavin yeah. Stacey yeah. guy. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. I yeah. still gotta watch Julia Childs. Everybody just loves it. I still gotta watch it. Oh, that's brilliant. That's on Sky Atlantic. That's excellent. I watched oh, um, okay. Jesse Jesse Stone with Tom Selleck. Um, oh. It was like a mystery crime drama on Five really? USA. It was really good, and I can't believe that Tom Selleck is seventy-seven years old. He, he looks just, like he just he's, takes, he's just one of the few age. that actually took care of himself and stayed away yeah. from the crap. Yeah. 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 yeah, I guess you know. Yeah, it was quite. The, he's quite the woman's man, wasn't he? In the day, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he had there's the a lot classic mustache. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you eat at the Y, you keep you young. <laughs> <laughs> This is Tom Selleck's mustache now because he's. Uh, oh my God! Uh, remember those gray. awful mustaches of the eighties? <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody looked everybody. like Johnny Holmes or whatever, you know. Yeah. John Holmes. Santa Claus is or, or the or the Marlboro cowboy guy, the, car, yeah. the Marlboro oh, yeah. man, the Marlboro man. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. This was like the age of machoism, you know. Yeah. Uh, everybody in Newcastle wanted to be the Marlboro man. Well, we were just still trying to, to find the Marlboro. Oh, that that just left open a whole bunch of... I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I'm not going to say it! (laughs) I'm biting my tongue. Hold back. Hold back. It's going to kill me this this time. (laughs) Even the horse had a cigarette in the mall, Ramon. The the horse is lined up as well. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, th- and, th- and then you find out the Marlboro man died from lung cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But I mean, it's sort of like dark shadows. Everybody was, I mean, cigarettes. I remember smoking on planes, you know, oh, back Oh, my gosh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Well, they, they used to, here they used to smoke on the tube until the, yeah. the, the King's Crossfire. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I served a, uh, a customer yeah. from that. From from the documentary, oh, in, in really? Hill, I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice man. Yeah, yeah. Very, uh, very, very. I bad. remember. I mean, I remember going on the bus. Remember, they used to smoke at the top yeah, of the bus. At the top of the bus, yeah, on the top deck. You know, that's right. Those up. are so much okay. fun to ride in. I wish they do that here. It's even in the Beatles song. Yeah, yeah, and he smoked yeah. at the cinema. There used to be like a little ashtray yeah. in the cinema and in front of, <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> Oh. I was thought as part of the special effects, you know. I mean, it was- <laughs> well, I, was, I was talking. I was talking to Nolan that if you took someone that's like like something like 20, 20, 20 years old now and took them back into like the seventies and eighties yeah. and took them to a playground and all these little kids having these candy cigarettes pretending they're smoking. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. I actually got a box of them. Where Scott got them, I have no idea. I have no idea where he got them. Like some of them chocolate but be like cigarettes. Five, but we used to be like these five-year-olds with these fake cigarettes. I'll pretend we're smoking. We're so cool. <laughs> yeah, I used no. to sell them at the Penny Candy <laughs> store. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, when we were, remember when it was like uh, like at Christmas time, and it was a, you could pretend to be blowing smoking because you're, you know, you're exhaling. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was great. Like it was sort of, I used to, and, yeah. Used to, but if you wanted to be really to... controversial, you had the wax lips and do, this, do, do both. Remember the great big wax oh, lips? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> you do that nowadays no no <laughs> oh i remember the the also the licorice pipe you used to have a little yeah, pipe that yeah. was licorice you know great you know yeah like I remember that. yeah i mean that might have been a newcastle thing you know no what no they had licorice pipes <laughs> i remember licorice pipes okay so the we'd, down here, yeah. we'd be out there pretending you're smoking and your parents yeah my kids still don't believe we had a smoking area in our high school yeah, wow. we had to run out there and hot box on in between behind the bike shed. <laughs> that could be yeah. a boot picky, you know. Behind the bike shed with Vicky. Yeah. Let's have a fight. <laughs> and, then, and then the horse comes Our, in and says, Anyone got a light? <laughs> yeah. Our, our smoking place at our school, it wasn't even, I mean, basically, it wasn't even a, um, no. It was hidden. It was like in the front of the school. It's called the smoking tree, right in the front of the school. So everyone, all the seniors <laughs> yeah. and stuff, be there smoking away. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the teachers be out there sharing it with you. <laughs> yes, we survived our childhood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the art teacher used to come out and say, like, you know, uh, is anyone going to light? <laughs> Yeah, I well, I remember like when my aunts and uncles and you know my friends' parents be um, pregnant and they'd just be smoking and drinking. <laughs> they'd be like nine months, nine months pregnant. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know the back then. They just I used to get to do smoke smoke circles. I don't know anybody oh, yes. smoking or drinking pregnant. I would be dying yeah. And Gandalf was pretty good at smoke rings, you know. But then again, he was a wizard, I suppose. <laughs> 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 You're a wizard. You're a wizard. Well, Another fake. <laughs> well, myself, I haven't been up to a lot really. Um, what have I been up to? Nothing really. I've been watching a couple stuff. Um, there's a really good show on Netflix called The Seven Lives of Leah, where it's about this girl and she t- she finds this dead body, she touches it, and then she starts waking up. Um, each day is one one is the the dead victim, and then. The, one of the dead victim's friends and what her mother and then her dad. So it's quite interesting. It's a French series. 
Oh, that I told you they put Dead Like Me is back on. Um, what did I say it was on? Was it on Paramount? I can't remember. Really, HBO I Max. Huh? Yeah. I, I like Dead Like show. Me. That was a good series. That was a good yeah. series. So. But other than that, not really. Julia, I highly recommend. That's on Sky. Um, and The Staircase starring um, Tony Collette and Colin Firth is very good. That's oh, Tony Collette's great. Yes. Yeah. She does a lot of shows now. Yeah. So. I like Tony Collette. I mean, you know, remember back at Muriel's Wedding, you know, she was great. Yeah. I think that was like her first big role, but she's so versatile. She's done so many great things. You know, Tony yeah. Collette, you know, love her. I love, she's fantastic. She always kind of plays like these odd characters as well but she yeah. also plays really good characters she's always very interesting yeah like in the sixth sense and that you know i mean she was like the mm-hmm. the mum you know but it's like it's quite quite an interesting role for- and hereditary she's fantastic in hereditary yeah well. she was yeah the boy from mm-hmm. the ring was in sixth sense right no that was a different kid but he was just as creepy that kid in the ring i would have thrown him into that television set if that was my <laughs> child but that we'll save that for later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, saying that, what we're going to do now, we're going to cut the Fiery Kitten podcast and listen yeah, yeah. To, make sure you listen to Fiery Kitten podcast, which is coming out at you through Spotify. Take it away, Fiery Kitten podcast. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So, join us on a real-play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, friendship. Welcome back to the Literary Life Podcast, and... We're going to start off our book to screen with Ring, which is a Japanese mystery horror novel by Kazu Suzuki, first published in 1991 and set in the modern day Japan. The novel was the first in the Ring novel series and the first of the trilogy, along with two sequels, Spyro from 1995 and Loop from 1998. The original Ring novel sold 500,000 copies by January 1998 and 1.5 million copies by July 2000. Ring was the basis for the Ring franchise, including a 1995 television film, Ring, Ganzaban, a 1998 theatrical film of the same name, a television series, Ring, the Final Chapter, and two international film remakes of the 1998 film, a South Korean version of the Ring Virus, and an English-language version of The Ring. What we're going to do is cut to the synopsis and be right back. Ringyu, a Japanese mystery horror novel by Kaju Suzuki. The synopsis. After four teenagers mysteriously die simultaneously in Tokyo, Kazuki Asakawa, a reporter and uncle to one of the deceased, decides to launch his own personal investigation. His search leads him to Hakani Pacific Island, a holiday resort where the youths were last seen together exactly one week before their deaths. Once there, he happens upon a mysteriously unmarked videotape. Watching the tape, he witnesses a strange sequence of both abstract and realistic footage, including an image of an injured man, which ends with a warning revealing that the viewers have one week to live. Giving a single means of avoiding death, the tape's explanation ends suddenly, having been overwritten by an advertisement. The tape has a horrible mental effect on Sakawa, 
and he does not doubt for a second that his warning is true. Returning to Tokyo, with no idea how to avert his fate, Asakawa enlists the help of his curious friend Raiju Takamaya, an apparent psychopath who openly jests with that he engages in rape. As soon as Asakawa explains the story, Raiju believes him and insists on seeing the tape. Asakawa shows it to him and he agrees that there is a powerful aura around it and asks Asakawa to make him a copy to study at home, which Asakawa does. Racing against the deadline, both men begin investigating the tape by following the imagery from the tape. Raju deduces that the rapid strobe seen during certain sequences shows the recording device was blinking. The duel then connects this as well as the significance of certain tape images and learns of Sadako Yamamura, a young woman capable of technopathic feats, such as projecting mental images onto television, who mysteriously vanished 30 years previously. Believing that Sadako is connected to the tape, Asakawa also soon learns that, after carelessly leaving the tape in his home, his wife and infant daughter view the tape and now have one week to live. Learning of an isolated sanitarium, Sadakawa, frequently with her father, contacted tuberculosis. Asakawa arranges a meeting with Nagato Jatoro, a doctor at the now-closed hospital. Recognizing him as the injured man from the tape sequences, Raju aggressively presses Dr. Jatoro for answers. The doctor, buckling under pressure, explained why he was infatuated with Sadako and raped her in the woods near the hospital, infecting her with smallpox that he unknowingly contracted. Jotaro was injured during the struggle, during which he learned Sadako was intersex, resulting in the doctor throwing Sadako into a nearby well before crushing her with rocks. Believing that Sadako's rage and psychic powers resulted in the images projected onto the tape, Sakawa and Raju head for the well where she was killed. Figuring that the well was located beneath the lodge where the tape was located, the duo locate the well. Asakawa lowers himself inside, finding Sadako's remains. Recovering and giving her remains a burial, Asakawa passes his deadline, conjuring that his curse is ended. When Raju dies of a heart attack the next day, however, the true nature of the tape are revealed. Sadako's rage causes her psychic powers to combine with the smallpox virus in her body, creating a paranormal phenomenon that is activated when the tape is viewed. Demanding that the viewer replicate the tape, the curse is propagated like a virus through tape copies, clearing anyone who copies it. Since Asakawa duplicated the tape at Ruju's request, he now must make his wife and daughter do the same. And that is the synopsis for The Ring by Kaju Suzuki. Hello, welcome back to the Shoujo's podcast, and we're discussing Ringu, the novel by Kuju Suzuki. Starting with you, Leandro, what do you think of the novel Ringu? Uh, I really enjoy it. It's, I, again, it's like um, I was thinking things, <laughs> Keith, because the, the book has like, um, the chapters are not really, really, really long, so... Uh, easy to read. Re- I really like the story. Uh, well, I have seen the movie before, so I knew more or less what was going on. But I really like it. Um, there were a few topics that were um, connecting with the story, like um, talking about a bit, a bit of like uh, science, a bit of how the the world has been created. Um, 
found it like really complete, you know, from different angles, the story, not just like terror and that's all. Um, yeah, I, I was the last, I uh, finished the book yesterday and the last few, the last few days uh, recently have been like just reading after work, coming back home, reading, reading, reading. And yeah, really Did you enjoyed. think it was more like a thriller or a horror story? Uh, I was, I, this movie comprehensively kind of messed with me. <laughs> So I'm just asking. Well, I think the book's more of a mystery. Yes, uh, mystery I wouldn't say like solving. terror, terror, like whoa. Um, well, I mean, it was based on a dead person. Well, the dead person was, you know, yes. screwing with everybody because well, she should have. I would have too if I was her. But mm. yeah, she but had every reason to come back. It's, it's really interesting because. Before, uh, you know, the movie Saw, uh-huh. mm-hmm. there used to be like all of movies, like, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm scared, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I feel that these days, Saw was like not even a terror movie, but for me, it was a really like freak, you know? Right. And after that, remember, after that movie, I can't watch any movie now. And, and it's like, I don't find it like, like scary. Yes, they create a lot of suspense and all that, but. Um, I mean, when you know, you read the story and you know the, the explanation why this is happening. So it's like there's no kind of like no mystery, nothing to be scared of uh, about because it's like you know why now this is going on. I'm still uh, trying to figure out how she got her disease or tuberculosis. Is that what she had interacted with her? No, she didn't. No, she didn't have tuberculosis when mm-hmm. she died. Um, her father had tuberculosis. Okay, and and the doctor. But she exponentially had it. didn't she? Isn't that the way she went after people? Oh, because they kind of the way they died. Well, well it's, it's 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 the same kind of theory. It was a virus she, coming through? Yeah, the, the, the VHS tape. The book. Yeah, really but, but more it's more. It, like, yeah. Sorry, Craig. Um, the the book I felt the the book sort of focused more on like. The curse as being like a virus, or yeah, you know, that's what like I think was freaking up a bit. Sort of thing, which having watched the other movies like the American version of The Ring mm. and then watching yeah. the Japanese version, and then reading the book, it's just like read the book first. Definitely, read, always read the book first. Well, I, I think that I think first of all, I think the book is it's kind of a different animal within itself because it is written like a murder mystery, but then you have the tuberculosis story going on before, because at the end of the day, it's, it's her father who, I mean, her mom um, basically commits suicide because of the drama that happened during the media draws her to commit suicide. Right. Then you have, and so then all she has is her father left, but he's got tuberculosis. He's in a special tuberculosis hospital. So she's so she's going to visit him because she has nowhere else to go. Then this doctor who had tuberculosis but got over it basically rapes her, yeah. right? Uh, and then and then finds out that she's a hermaphrodite and then kills her. And but but he's doesn't upset she's her. a hermaphrodite. How did he not notice? I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, no, no, but what they they do explain that, and the the thing is that hermaphrodite that she was more female, so her female parts were developed where her Male for her other wasn't uh, wasn't it was so such a weird book maybe it because yeah. it was uh, i don't know maybe it's culturally different where it was coming yeah. from i thought the translation I mean, made it kind uh, of like matter of fact it was very yeah. um it must be hard to it was a nice it was a good book don't get me wrong but yeah. i had a hard time getting through it a little bit because i had to keep backing up and going back 
you know, because it lost me several times. I like the segments, I mean, like the chapters format was yeah. like in segments, yeah. so I find it easy to. It's to easier find, to read short chapters. I'm sure, like that. Was I right though? In the book, there's more kills than what you mo- see in the movie. In the movie, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, because the, because they go back in time, because um, yeah. they go back into um, what's her name, Sudoku. Sudoku or Sudoku. Sudoku. Yeah, but they go back in her life, and obviously there's a murder that happens at the theater when she's trying when she goes to the theater, isn't there? Um, she's not she's not telekinetic. She doesn't have a special psychiatric. She's not telekinetic. Yeah, yeah, but they're but, like, you know, but, but her mom but her mom is the one who has the telekinesis because she has because she finds the statue. The Japanese god or the sea or something like that, and starts yeah. speaking to her. She starts murmuring, mumbling to this, and that's and then I was, so you're saying okay, this is we talked about this before we started recording, but that's the part that why was he? You're saying that he openly was jesting about how he engages in rape, and that was to cover up his homosexuality. Is that what you were? Yeah. Saying? So you got the friend. You got his best friend. Well, it's kind of his best friend that he's kind of disgusted by, um, but at the same time, he still likes it, him as a friend. Well, he's the only person that he could basically be honest with because he thinks that because he knows something e- that this guy's done something evil. Then, of course, you find out by the end of the book that basically. This guy's not evil at all. Basically, if anything, he's probably he's homosexual, and he, that rape never happened. He just says that to cover up the fact of what who he really is, right? Because he doesn't want to become be known as weak. But if but if you think about the book and that character um, Riju, anyway, you'll find out he, it does come together that basically he's quite a sympath. He comes across as hard hardcore, right? But he's right. very soft inside, really. You know what I mean? I mean, he's there to help his friend all the way through, right? You know, and you know, and the simple fact is that when they go down into the well, he's doing all the work. He's tr- he's yeah. trying to save his friend there. Well, he insisted on seeing the tape too, precisely. To help him. And and you know, up until the very end, um, you know, but his friend has this. I mean, this is also the whole book, it has to do with people's conceptions of each other. People have these conceptions, but then you find out that, that their conceptions are not real. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, like, you know, you have the conception of his best friend. His best friend, you know, he, they tell you his best friend does this and this and this, and he's hard and blah da 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 and that he's having an affair with this really pretty woman. Right. Um, but that that's artificial. You find out that basically um, the... Uh, what's her name? Um, a Sudoku. I'll keep on talking Sudoku. Uh, yeah. Um, but you find out that her whole life, what they think, um, yeah, Sadako's rage. You, you know, you have they give you this impression of what Sadako's life is, but then you find out Sadako's not who you think she is, right? Sort of thing. And basically, because she was killed in an unjust way, and then you find out the reason why, and it's totally justified. I mean, basically, her mom gets taken away from her for basically the media goes after her mom. Her right. dad's taken away from her because her dad's trying to keep her safe and then comes, gets tuberculosis. She doesn't have anyone in the world. She's young. She's like 16 years old, 16 to 20. Then, then, you know, when she's on her own, she tries to make the theater group by the age of 24. But of course, that doesn't work out because they're trying. Actually, the um, doctor was the rapist, wasn't he? The doctor and the doctor was the rapist. I mean, that's the reason why he had the scar because she bit him. And That's so right. after, okay. and the reason why you say that, oh, didn't he know about about her? No, he might not have because just because she's a mathematician, he might have a penis. It might not be a fully developed penis, so it might feel like right. a clitoris or something like that, an over a large clitoris, really. Because he said that her um, 
female organs were fully developed. So it's only after it's only when he knocked her out and thought that he killed her that he realized that what she was. Then, of course, to cover his shame. Oh, he infected it, her with smallpox, didn't he? Well, there's the, the question basically is is that he was he was being cured of smallpox, so the chances are he could have because he he had he hadn't gone through the whole treatment process at the moment, right? But the main part of this whole situation is is that everyone that she turned to either died or turned against her. And then he comes on to her, um, rapes her, kills her, and then dumps her in the well, and she's not dead. She's not dead. So basically, she's in the well, and she's trying to claw herself out, and he basically puts a cement cover over the top of it. Yeah. And so basically, she's down there in the dark. And, you know, and the thing is... He crushed her with rocks, didn't he? He crushed her with rocks. Before crushing her with rocks. Threw her down, crushed her. Well, threw rocks on top of her. Doesn't necessarily. He didn't say that he killed her. Didn't say the rocks killed her. Just crushed. So, her. and the thing is, if he threw rocks on top of her and it doesn't hit the ro- head in the right about right. face, which is possible because you're just throwing things down the well. Yeah, I would be looking he, over my shoulder in the middle of the night for the rest of my life if I did something like that to somebody. <laughs> like, oh, well, it just means that. I mean, she could have been alive for up to 14 days before she oh, actually man. died from hunger or, or yeah. 21 days. And if that's the case, then maybe she was, you know, her whole hatred would have been festering. And because he was, you know, tuberculosis doctor and her dad was dying of tuberculosis, then basically she decided that her curse was going to be like a tuberculosis curse, isn't it? Where basically it's like you infect someone, but but the thing is, but she... But you had to make that tape to save yourself. And and this is where I keep... This is the part but, where you that, that, that's her saving grace, isn't she? Where does the tape originally get recorded? Yeah. This is the problem I'm having. Yeah. She recorded her, her, her powerful script images in, in tapes. The, her mom yeah. has that power. She could, she, for example, you know, grab a paper and, and make a drawing on the paper without just thinking it. So right. she inherited that power to. Um, she what can grab on a tape. She's psychic. She's telekinetic or. Yeah, she could yeah, have, for example, you know, like a tape. Okay, I, I was trying to think about something, and then it would be in the tape. That's how okay. she can imprint in the book, of ideas into the tape. Wow. Yeah, and in the book, what you realize is that um, she's giving um, the reason why it's like an image, and then the, it blinks because right. a woman blink a woman blinks more than a man. No, a man blinks more than a woman does, which is, I found quite weird because I always thought it would be the other way around, but men blink more. So they were able to tell that basically it's the images that she's seeing in real she in her life. She projected her mental image onto the television. Onto the yeah. tape, yeah. And, be, and because the well is underneath the house and they were recording something that because they got the wrong channel for it, no. that little images were going on the tape because she had... So basically this is about thought forms. What's her yeah. thinking? Thought forms. Oh, right. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, I mean, they say like, uh, you know, like, say if you pick up a ring in a shop, like an antique shop, uh, you can, it kind of sort of communicates the previous owner's life. Kind yeah. Of, and give you a sensitive, could be good, you know, could be bad. Could be bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the same with houses, you know, I mean, people say like, got a vibrant. We, we did work in a house in uh, north of England and it was a little bit uh, scary. Like there's definitely some kind of you know, activity. Yeah, yeah, like got that feel about it. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. poltergeist activity. <laughs> exactly. Just take pictures randomly. I love that stuff. <laughs> I mean, I used to have a Polaroid camera and I used to take pictures of where I've been because I used to, my memory was terrible, you know. The thing right. was, like, uh, 
when you have to wait a month to get them developed, you know, you'd be lost. Mm-hmm. You know, but nowadays with the, uh, with the, you know, the iPhone, you can just take the instant pictures, you know. So that's pretty cool. I know. <laughs> Everybody has access to instant record. Yeah, yeah. this is it. And another thing, this, uh, I'm thinking about this, sorry, to jump it off the line, but like yeah. me, like me. You know, it's like now we've become a society of like, we've got to have instant gratification. Man, I suppose exactly. that's what it's about. Like. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's nice to simmer. Yeah. I do, I do like the animal videos, though, on Instagram. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like hey, we like your fur babies. And all. Yeah. He's always said to me, well, I sent him the animal videos back and forth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they were great, yeah. No, they're, fun. <laughs> they're funny. I love them. They're funny, yeah, they are funny. Yeah. But, you know, imprint your ideas onto a VHS, that's, wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess nowadays it's probably onto, onto podcasts or yeah. maybe onto... Oh, so uh, now now she, she will be, like, uploading on YouTube. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, sorry, if you yeah. listen to our podcast in seven days, you will get a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you watch this podcast, you will turn crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not in the book, but it was in the movie. I think it was it was seven days, and then you die. Seven because, days. Yeah, seven days was the the, the 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 time that she leaving the in the well until she died. That's why it was seven days. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that was it. Maybe that's seven it. Days. Always makes reminds me of uh, what was it? Uh, Oh God! What's that movie where you got Pamela Anderson and they're dressed up like the Catholic schoolgirls? They're making fun of it. Scary movie. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah! I always think of that every time I see the two <laughs> girls and the, the you know I don't know why it just is ingrained in there now forever. Now there was water all over is because there was water like in the well. The, well. the reason why the other people was dying like a kind of like some of them. Like kind of like a, when you're drowning is because she died that way that way too, yeah. Um, but that doesn't that's not explained in the, in the book. Um, I mean, an interesting thing about Sudoku as well is that she's very beautiful. Yeah. So and, that, and that's the whole thing. She's very, very beautiful but untouchable. Uh huh. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's quite. I mean, it's quite interesting that you know you got Suzuko. And Yoko, which are, uh, a, you know, not Suzuko, I mean, um, Suzuko, sorry, um, her mom. Yeah. And basically, she, you know, she basically gets this power from this crater from Mount Minura, this, this statue, and that's where she gets her power from. I'm trying to understand why she stayed alive for about 33 years in the well, though. She wasn't alive. She was dead. It, it says, it says, Sudoku did not die right away. was actually alive for about 33 years in the well, dying only a year before the events, supposedly oh. when the film came. I'm trying to say, that's what I'm saying. All this stuff oh, okay. came out here. I'm like, I am, I'm a, I'm a comprehensive reading fool, but this, this yes, book gave me such a hard time. Yes, but the, the reason why she, she, she stayed there for so long was it because first in that place used to be a house with a well. Right, yeah. and then there was a crawl space, and that yeah. yeah. And then, and then, well, well, no, the first there was a well, and then right. they built the house over the well when oh, they the turned well. it into yeah. a, um, a lodge. Yeah, that's right. No, I got it. Right. I got it the other way around. I thought it was like that old house with the well. Then they, they, yeah. they. The well used to be out in the middle of nowhere. No, kind no, of. there was a house. No, there's a house. Yeah. There's yeah. a house, yeah. and the house. well was next to the house, yeah. like yes. normal. And then, then they built that hotel. So all that time that that the well was there with the house, nothing happened. When then, when they decided to build the hotel, then um, there was a part of the book that said like 
that new part where, where he was staying, where the well was underneath, nearly was like really uh, new. It was not right. really old. So until yeah. someone builds something there so she can communicate, well, then happen. So she, like she, uh, she, I mean, she wasn't alive in the well for 33 years. She was in the well for 33 years. Well, that's, it, that's what I'm saying, but she was waiting, you know, but I mean, I didn't well, understand why so she waiting. didn't move I mean, after a generation. Yeah, but I think, I think what you also have to remember is that when her well's there, the well, she's, she's in the well, her spirit or everything's inside the well. Yeah. But then, you know, she's, not, she's undisturbed. So the old house was abandoned. Then, of course, they built, instead of like digging up the well and getting rid of the well, they built this, the lodge on top the of the lodge well. On top, yeah. Right. And then basically, um, you know, these are the first people that, you know, that kind of, they're, they're, they're disturbing her um, place of rest. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Raised, yeah, that like, makes like, sense. That Indian uh, burial ground. Like Indian burial ground, you know, yeah. poltergeist, you know. You, yeah, exactly. You know, you moved the gravestone, but you left the body. That's the body. Hey, I'm pretty sure that's been done, to tell you the yeah, truth. Absolutely. No, but the thing is, I mean, you know, on the planet, you know, there's so many civilizations built on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, everybody's yeah. on a graveyard. I'm in North yeah. Texas. This is all. We got it's massacres. all a grave. Yeah. We had Indian massacres right here. We had everything yeah. happen right here. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. one of the things I like about The Ring is, is that at least it's a modern ghost story. It's someone who died recently. Yeah. You know, in 30 years. It's not like no ancient stories are like people from like the eight. They died like in the 1800s backwards sort of thing. At least this one is someone who died like recently. Yeah. Because you never see because you never see ghosts in the 80s. They they died in 1989. It's like they're haunting me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, so you know, ghosts I mean, listen to Duran Duran or someone like yeah. <laughs> I like Duran Duran. Yeah, I'm being, ha- I'm being haunted by Adam Ant's former career. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Charming, Prince Charming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so i did i that's what i quite like about the book Dorothy, because it is at least it's like recent history that this is all yeah happened. exactly well yeah. they did end it so he could start another one too which is kind of it was kind of open-ended did you think the end was open-ended quite a bit it is open i mean it's a part of a trilogy isn't it right so, yeah. you know and you know the say like it's yeah. a when you translate something did he, but he, did he have any intention of writing those the spiral and the other one well, I think I mean I I mean the thing is the same guy who wrote this wrote the grudge. Right. And huh. basically it's like, you know, you read this and then what happens is you got Spyro and then the grudge starts up. And then you come to oh, find out dude. that actually the grudge and the ring um, are actually connected. Boy, the grudge just screwed me right up, man. I always look I won't even look under the sheets to this day unless my dogs are under there. Because I think it's <laughs> it's the sound, isn't it? Uh, 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 yeah, I know it's like oh, uh, I hate uh, that shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> Scared the fuck out of me the first time I seen that movie. I mean, hell yeah, yeah, the so Japanese cool. one is worse than the American one. Yeah, <laughs> they spare no nothing. They have zero filters, <laughs> the Japanese production companies. Okay. Wow. Does anyone know anything about I mean Japanese horror? Um, I mean, we're gonna be doing pulse next week, but um yes. Japanese horror always has something to do with water and hair have you ever yeah. noticed like in dark water the grunge yeah. again so you know hair them, and um yeah well filmed. because it covers up stuff it's creepy looking they're i mean filmed. you know and water is a scary element when you think and about it you know you get fire and stuff but water mm-hmm. is a scary element 
Really no, but it's, it's always, it has something to do with hair. What were you saying, Craig? Yeah. Um, Hiroshima always comes up in them as well. There's yes. A, a nod to, to that time. A cataclysmic right? event or yeah. a, something like very bright light burning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get that in, te- I think it's Tetsuo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. God, yes. That is such a weird movie. That, that I still, I've watched it. I still to this day don't, what the hell did I watch? You know, are you want, talking about the the Iron Man guy yeah, with the, the drill Man, thingy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the drill thingy. No, but like water, water carries water carries many memories. Yeah, you know? yeah. Water yeah, carries water also purifies water. It can destroy exactly. it. No. and it really is quite a lot to do with a lot of their Shinto and, and all that other stuff. Yes, yes. Well, exactly. another thing, it's kind it's kind of tied with the the Sikh religion and the Muslim religion with um, Raki. You know what they have with the the you know when the guys get the um, bracelet from their sisters, yeah. and what happens is that when they fall off, um, the mother collects them and they dump them into ru- running water. Okay. Oh, so it's part that. of that as well, culture. So it's quite interesting. But there always seems to be something about like hair and what you yeah, know, that, like hair, the, yeah, yeah. and it's all and um and you see it like you see it in all J horror films. It's like well, I, I think hair is also a sign of strength. I mean, too, and, yeah. and just women are valued by their long black dresses in that society as well. Okay. So, well, I, mean, I know, like in um, like Japanese computer games, whether you're playing Kingdom Hearts or something like this, you know, that, or um, Final Fantasy, their feet are big because big feet means a big character, right? So, all your heroes always have like these big feet. Where and your women are, that. where your women have really have to have really small feet. So yes, it's well, because it's quite feminine. <laughs> but uh, well, they actually like... used to um, bandage them up and then break the toes and then them up. So oh God, and roll them up and make up. Oh boy. I've seen videos of that and how those women walk yeah. around and, you know. That's, that's, I remember that there were, there were two. There was one that they were wearing a little shoe, right? Yeah. And and they would have to wrap the, the feet. And then imagine that you were using the same shoes since when, when you were, I don't know, girls, years old. Girls. Yeah. So then the foot, the, the foot carry on growing, but then turn the foot, the, all the toes turn like that. Yeah, and then there was another one. That's just awful. That is so God, That's just oh, terrible oh. what they did to that yeah, woman. There was another one called horse horse uh, shoes or, or horse feet. They they were they were putting as kids say wrapping all the the feet on that and then putting in a, in a kind of shoe and they were like walking like they had uh, a hole. They had they, they were like round. Yeah, then something like an arch and they're walking all of that. And apparently, then if they remove that, they can walk. In a point, this are point in their lives that they can't walk anymore and long as, yeah. unless they're using that, they're crazy. Yeah, I mean Japanese culture is very weird because when I was in Japan for, I spent three weeks there, and it, first of all, Tokyo felt like you're on the set of Blade Runner, which is <laughs> kind of bizarre. But but they have um, but they, it's like being in a different planet. They have their own, yeah. they have their own style of beliefs. But another thing I found really weird, because I did go to Hir- uh, Hiroshima, and I have to sit there and say that, you know, when America dropped the bomb, everyone there became shadows on the pavement. So all, there yeah. were all these shadows on the pavement, which is basically the, the bomb hitting and the, where the people died. Yeah. But And then you look at their history, and, and you would think that 20 years later, they would embrace American culture. 
Which is well, we're the ones that built them back up after we destroyed them. We gave we westernized yeah, them. Yeah, but but slapped but, a sticker on them and said, "Welcome to the world." Yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that to to embrace American culture in such a big way is that they're kind of kicking our ass. Thing, it's just, well, but well, well, same people who dropped a huge atomic bomb on you. That's but I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, they're forgiving. I mean, I'll give them that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't. I think if it was the other way around. I don't think it would be so forgiving. You know I what don't, I mean? That, that, that was that was mm. that. Just, I mean, America, America yeah. still hasn't gotten over Pearl Harbor. I mean, they still talk about it like it's the worst thing that ever happened to America. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like you know. Well, you know, we were isolationists. We wanted to stay out of it, and then they forced us to get into it. You know? Well, you still had your you still had your foot into it because you're um, you're you're sending troops. You weren't officially in, but you still had troops in in, in England. I don't even think them. FDR was sending troops though. I think he was sending he was sending stuff, but yeah. not people. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, Japan poked the bear. We got involved, yeah. and it was well because Japan and Stalin and um, well, Hitler. Stalin was our, our ally at that time. Though. Well, yeah, but Stalin Japan. Japan and Hitler had a pact with each other. So, and if, if it went the way that they would hope it was going to go, then they were going to divide up the divide everything up. But yeah, but I mean to be honest, I think Russia kind of decimated that anyway because yeah. most of the Nazis um, froze to death, didn't they? Yeah, yeah led them in. Yeah, that's right. Scorch and burn. There's that. What's that? Slash and, 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 and in Russia, when, when you when you fought in Russia at this time, um, they they um, women and children fought. As well, yeah. they don't do. They, they didn't do what England did. We're sending them off <laughs> away. <laughs> like, you know, they were they're out there on the front lines fighting. You know, children as young as five and six, they had guns in their hands in Russia. Uh-huh. So during the war, during World War Two, that was so. But um, but the ring, um, I mean, it's all about honor as well. I mean, that's what Japanese is all built on honor. You honor, you, know, yeah. you honor your parents, you honor your neighbors, you honor you your honor friends. your ancestors. Yeah, you honor. And, yeah, and it's not know. about dishonor, and so it. Um, so when you look at the simple fact is Sadako, I mean, every everything that happened to her is, is about uh, dishonored her. They dishonored her mom. They dishonored her father. They dishonored her. Yeah, you know, yeah. the her being raped is a dishonorment. You know, That's right. And you know, her mom was dishonored. Her mom was, um, you know, they said, "Oh, do this, do that, do this." So she's doing that because it's put food on the table. Yeah. And then what they do is the media, is, you know, the media made her something fantastic, like what media does now. Oh, this person's great. They build this person up. And then what does the media do, especially in England? They tear them right back down. And right now, yeah, it's true. It's like, you know, the flower grows and then they just rip it down, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And also, like, look at them. Now they're too famous. So we need to tear them back down. Yeah. But we made them famous. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what happened to Sadako's mom at the end of the day, so much so that she, she committed suicide because of it. Oh wow! You know, so if you look at her backstory, I mean, the thing is, is that she is a vengeful spirit, but at the same time, she's clever at it. I'll give her that as well. I mean, that's quite smart. But she's given. Well, but considering the same time, how she was abused, you know, I mean. Yeah. Well, the thing is, she might she might have been a vengeful spirit, but at the end of the day, she's a forgiven spirit because she does give them a way out. Yeah. yeah. You have once you figure it out, okay, yeah, it's it's kind of a screwed up way of doing it because you know, uh-huh. and this is what happened, and this is what happens in the sequels is that basically the whole world becomes infected. Oh, right. Well, that's yeah. like in the first the first ring, 
I think that the, the, the well, the movie, I hate, I'm not trying to bring in the movie, but it, it kind of showed it more clearly than the Japanese version, I think. Either that or culturally, I understood it better, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, is, um, I mean, at the end of the book, basically, you got uh, Kiruki or Asakawa, basically the book's protagonist, and basically, you know, he has to go, he goes to his wife and child and goes, you need to get two videotapes because you need to get your parents. Yeah, because I ended up watching it. That's right. Yeah. And then, and that means that means that they got to get other. So that means those two got to get two more people and two more people. And but that means people. that more people still see it. So yeah. it's still exponential. Well, yeah, but you still you're you're fine just as long as you share it. Yeah. But you got to make sure that person shares it within seven days. Well, and then like you also have to remember is that you got to. You know, and this is where, and this is what's quite interesting about the ring because what you're doing is now you're going from urban legend to reality. And how many people believe urban legends? How many people right. talk about the reality? Well, for the kids, well, I mean, in the book, they did, they thought at first it was a joke, you know, and you said you yeah. see in the movies because I mean, what kid is, oh, yeah, let's watch this. This is something we would have done for kids. You're going to die in seven days if you watch it. Why, sure, throw it in. You know, well, see, the, 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 the thing is, though. But Sadako, Sadako told, is on the tape, in the book anyway, in the tape. Sadako tells them what to do in order to not die. But the kids are stupid enough that they, they tape over it. They tape over the ending in the book. Uh-huh. They tape over the videotape, don't they? So, yeah. so as, just about as she's telling them what they need to do, they tape over it. So it's in, a, in effect, Sadako is not a vengeful ghost. Yeah. You know, she's only she, you're only cursed if you don't do what she said. But because those four kids were stupid enough to tape over it, over the ending of it, she it's actually those four kids' fault that people were die, would that went end up dying really. Wow. <laughs> I like yeah, when I mean, when um, the the man who dies when he figure is all out, he said, "Ah, that's what you wanted to be. You, she wanted to became now in a, into uh, into a, like a virus." And be able to like spread. Um, and what keeps a virus alive is through the spreading, isn't it? Yes. And then it, I mean, it, why, was, it was cool. Why that, don't we have smallpox anymore? Because well, we at one point it's coming back. I hear it's making a comeback. Yeah, it Bro, is, that, that that uh, smallpox is the same the chicken pox. No, no smallpox is um, smallpox. What it does is that if you don't. Most people with smallpox, what it does is like it is like bumps like chickenpox. But what it does, it actually uh, it sends a virus into your brain and it starts slowly eating your brain cells and eating your brain. Oh wow! And 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 um and a lot and once you get smallpox, um you tend to die within six weeks from it. Darby says a pox on you all. Yeah, 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 and it, and it's quite painful as well. It's a painful. It's not just like it, does, it doesn't things. look comfortable if you've seen pictures of it. Now. Yeah, and it bleeds and it pusses up. And oh gosh! Sometimes, God. sometimes your fingers self amputate sometimes from it as as you're dying. So you do get some self amputation and stuff. Oh yeah, and I, and I like that thing they were saying. They was explaining about the virus. I said like virus like needs a host, and then yeah. if the host died, the virus dies. But then there are always like a certain population that never got it because it's kind of the virus need to control that. Otherwise, everyone will have it and then there's no more hosts. Mm. Well, you, you would get that. Yeah. I mean, you would get that with, let's say, let's take COVID because everyone knows about that at the moment. There are people on the face of the earth whether that, who've never been vaccinated who will never get COVID. 
every disease, there's always like a small percentage that will be immune to it yeah, for yeah, God knows yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. They might end up, but saying that they might be carriers, but that doesn't yeah. mean that they get it. It's, um, they say that about when, when HIV was very prominent at one point, that there are people who got who are oh, HIV positive that they will never they'll never have a problem with their T cells because they're carriers. Uh, and every every virus does that sort of thing, you know. And, and you know it's a catch twenty two situation. I mean, the thing is, you don't you don't know if you're if you're one of the lucky or not. And you know, it is like a lottery, I guess. You know, yeah. yeah I mean, if you yeah, die from it, then you know, then you know you're not part of the small percentage. Yeah. But you, yeah, I mean, but you, but you also get it with, as I said before, with rabbit flu. Anyway, I was like, if you own if you own a farm back home, we had a farm and. You, and what happen, will happen is rabbits will grow and grow and grow and they overpopulate. Then Mother Nature will give them a, a, the rabbit virus. Uh, yeah. It's probably a better name than what we'll, we called back on the rabbit virus. And they will go, they would die to like one to 2% of the population. And it's like that, the nature, it's nature taking care of itself. It's balancing. Yeah. It does, and then yeah. what would happen again is, is that then the rabbits will grow and then the virus, and then, but one, one or 2% of the rabbit, not all of them die, one or 2% of the rabbit population in our area would still live. Because they would have to carry on to repopulate again. Oh, and it's it's you know, and viruses are caused basically as as far as way of Mother Nature balancing. Now, well, the trouble with man is is that we become a bit smart and we were able to cure these things so that way. Yeah. So and and so that's the reason why viruses get tougher and tougher because Mother Nature needs to get tougher and tougher to call back the numbers in order okay. for rebirth to happen. That's clever. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, you so, know, there used to be a, yeah. a, I studied when I was in secondary school, a professor, history professor named, um, it could be called Mal- Maltos, I don't know. And he was saying that this was like, at, about like, the time you know that Adam Smith and all those great thinkers, you know, he was mm-hmm. saying that he was uh, agreeing that it was good that the, there were diseases in the world because that was how the nature, as you said, has the way to control population and, and keep the world running. And, you know, in the old days, there were no cure for it. There was no science to discover how to go around the thing. So there was like, and as you said, it was like killing a lot of population, then stop. And then, then everything was kind of reaching a balance. But these days, it's like, we can overcome that, and then, then there's, there's no way to adjust that. And that's why you have ecological problems at the moment. Yeah. Remember well, Bill, you know, Bill Hicks saying, um, like, and, uh, human beings are a virus, which virus with designer clothes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they also, but, but they always, they said that about the dinosaurs, didn't they? I mean, the dinosaurs, yeah. it depends on whether you believe there a huge meteorite came down and yeah. them or... Another another theory basically is that the dinosaurs that became so many of them, and that they ate all the plants and stuff like that, that caused the um, the ice age and stuff like that, because they basically oh. overate, yeah, over yeah. overfed because there's too many of them, and then when they become overpopulated, so yeah. Well, I, I thought it was a meteorite that, that landed on the on the planet. That, I thought that they, that was that, that, they say that that that's one theory. The other theory is that basically they were too big and they were they overate. They ate all the plants and stuff. The ancient, which was great. Which was great. A greenhouse effect, which would also create the ice age. The ice age happened. That, yeah, and which is basically what you're what what we're finding now is that the ice caps well, melt yeah, we're, and we're everything starts moving downwards, yeah. and then the world freezes. That's the lungs of the planet. 
you know? I mean, the it's rainfall. It's a geologic is a thing that happens all the time. Well, well in the yeah. course of time, four billions, it's well, like I mean, we, limits, I mean, but it's, it's normal. I mean, the thing is, if we didn't fight viruses and fight diseases and stuff like this, it'd probably take a bit, a lot longer. But because right. we do, we are, you know, we are, I mean, the thing is, is but then again, I mean, who's going to give up their life or give up having children to save the world? No one's going to do that. So let's be honest. Mm. Because we're, we're human and we're ego and we think we can overtake it. And, you know, mm. yes, garbage and all the other stuff does add to it as well. But I mean, think think about what happens in the north. What happens every or in, in the South Pole or whatever. What happens? Fall, things die. Winter comes; it basically freezes everything. Then spring, everything's able to be reborn, and that's what the Earth does. Yeah. So, I mean, so that hypothesis about the dinosaurs is very plausible. Yeah, a meteor could have hit as well. There's that possibility as possibility. well. Yeah. Question is, is though, where did the meteor hit? <laughs> They're thinking somewhere down by between, you know, they got the, the Gulf of Mexico on down. They're thinking somewhere around there. Yeah. I mean, it could hit the water. There's a huge possible. crater there that made the deep sea trench. So, yeah. who knows? Yeah. There's, cra- there's craters in Australia as well. There's well, I mean, if you look at the moon, that's craters. what we would look like if we are we had our bare ass as a planet. You know, we've got marks all over. Yeah. We've been hit so many times. Yeah, because yeah. the atmosphere is like a sort of protective shield as well a as sort of giving us yeah. life, you know. Yeah, and the moon as well. The moon is like it's where things hit before it hits us. That's why the moon's exactly. always traveling around us. They're that's out there, Jupiter. though. The big one's waiting. Well, that's why, like, Jupiter has so many moons because it's such a big planet that the moons are going around. The, basically, the moons are there is like, the, the bumper, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jupiter's like the vacuum cleaner of the solar system, you know, kind yeah. of sucks in all the rubbish, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's well, an interesting thing about, the vi- about viruses work and stuff like this. And um, yeah. I mean, yeah, am I thankful that we fight viruses? Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not going to, I said before, I'm not going to kill myself to save the planet and kill myself to save anything else. I'm a human. I have an ego. I think I'm going to last forever. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> now, the only thing about immortality, like as we talked about this before, you don't want to be depressed if you're going to be an immortal. Mm. I mean, but also, I mean, if you look at Asaka going back to the ring anyway, I mean, to be honest, um, you know, he's trying to sell it and he's and basically it's yeah, all yeah. about saving. It's about saving himself. Yeah. And then when his wife and child get involved, now it's about saving them. So how do you save them? Infect someone else. Ah, oh, boy. Now you're playing God, you know, or whatever. You know? Right. Supreme being. Yeah, yeah. And the person who's really, really horrible about it, you know, the person that you think is like the horrible man, the guy who apparently raped someone, though, even though he didn't. Yeah. He's, he's the only person in the book who doesn't, who's not, who actually has infected anyone else. Uh-huh. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a little yeah. weird twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he, call, he calls, he calls the, the girl who's his best friend, who everyone thinks that he's having sex with, and the girlfriend or whatever, which is not happening. But um, he calls her to warn her and t- tell her to tell the other guy that, you know, I'm going to die, but tell him to do this. But of course, he dies for the message gets out. Before, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but through his death, um, that his, his friend um, Asaka, Asakawa basically figures out that basically that what he needs to do. So it was through his, his death that he was able to figure out what needs to be done to save his family. Wow. Make a copy and keep. Keep it, keep the love going. That's right, you know, and that's right. 
I mean, is it, I mean, but it's quite funny that this is done in VHS time, and you got to remember this is just before computers started becoming a thing. Yeah. Right now, but now, now, basically, how do you sit there and decimate a country? What's Ricky? How can you decimate a country nowadays? If you wanted, if you wanted, like, oh. fuck up America or UK or anything, yeah. what would you do? Uh-huh. Computer virus. At least a virus. Yeah, yeah. No, computer virus. A computer virus. That yeah. too. A computer virus <laughs> in, the, in the financial district. Yes, yes, yes. And how do you do a computer virus? It passes from email to email to yeah. email to email that, or whatever you're That's like the chain letter things. Yeah, the chain letter of olders, yeah. you know, back in the day. That's right? why everybody yeah. hates me and I've got bad luck because I refuse to pass on them freaking chain letters that come in. <laughs> yeah. If you do this, yes. you will be blessed and Jesus will give you $20 billion. Oh, well, Jesus it. must be pissed because I didn't get my... <laughs> so. well, I mean, I think about. I mean, another thing about chain letters or curses, yeah, for instance. Curses are only as good as as much faith you put into them. Yeah. Well, that's very. Now true. the thing is, if you if you're going to curse someone, you have to tell that person you curse them. That's uh, how they because, used to make zombies. They scare the shit out of them until they actually start to believe in it. So, yeah, but I mean, the thing, that's the thing is, is if, I, if I if you know if I go and say like say I curse David for whatever reason. Yeah. Now, the thing, he's going to go through his life, and no bad things may happen here and there because they happen in real life anyway. It's not going to mean anything. But if I curse him and he knows it's a curse, then every bad thing he thinks is happening, he's going to think it's because yeah. of the curse, right? Yeah, right. Got it. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to, so you have to tell the person you're cursing them. <laughs> if you don't tell them when bad things happen to them, they just think it's, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just life. That's true, Cleve. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You know, it's like but a singer. curse someone. <laughs> but if I curse you and like you go to the tube station and you lost your oyster card just because of the curse, isn't it? Not yeah. because you lost it. <laughs> but if you don't know about the curse, you just lost your oyster. <laughs> I've lost me, yeah. I've lost me last smarty. It's bloody Keith's problem because he's the one who cursed me smarty box. <laughs> my That's ex good. my ex was a Sikh and his mom was very, very um superstitious. Wow. And she thought that someone cursed the family, so we had to be vegetarian for six months to break the curse. Well, that's well, what she believed in. So, so you know, it's a belief that, thing, isn't it? That's so the power of. I didn't believe in it, but it was just easier for me just to go along with it than argue with someone. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah that, I got it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to it. you have to honor that sort of thing because it's like you are not in that person's head. So well, I I, I honored it in front. I I, I, I honored it, it in yeah. front of my friend. Yeah, my my other half and i honored it in front of his family but in I, your heart, was you at time, I was at i was at mcdonald's having a burger <laughs> <laughs> terrible <laughs> i like that one yeah. no we, yeah, we could get like a chain letter to the house yeah my mum uh, yeah. said oh we have to reply to it and my dad's going oh don't be so bloody stupid you know just chuck it in the bin you know but uh yeah, it's a yeah you always had to send a dollar, wasn't it? It had to send a dollar or a pound. Yes. But then yeah. you had the post 10 letters, so that means 10 stamps yeah. from the post office. Yeah, you know, it's just a bloody, yeah. well, you know, I don't know. It's best not to, you know, superstitions are weird. Like, don't put new shoes on the table. I don't get that one, but walking on the ladders, I can see the sense of that because a paint pot could drop on your head, you know. Well, <laughs> well a, lot, a lot of that. A lot of that stuff is basically to keep people from doing stupid stuff, but you know, like exactly. walking yeah. on ladders because people would walk on ladders and something would not stop on their head. So, like, yeah, exactly. So that makes sense, you know. Yeah. And um, nowadays, you got to. And nowadays, you got to make sure that if you got a ladder up, 
up that if you own the company, you got to make sure people don't walk under because something falls and they can see you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of those superstitions are are based on like, um, you don't do the thing, right? For example, there was one that said that you shouldn't be cutting your nails at night. What? That's a yeah. new one. We have that in Argentina. It's like say you shouldn't be cutting your nails at night, and I was thinking, well, why? Because yeah. probably. If you are cutting your nails at night, then it will land a- everywhere, and mom doesn't want you to make a mess. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so kind of behind it. Yeah, there's a bit of practicality behind it. Yeah. So, but then again, if you're cutting, if you're cutting your nails yeah, in the olden the... times, and you're doing it by candlelight, and, and back and before nail clippers, you used a knife. Yeah, oh you might my be cutting God. off your hand in front if you're doing it by candle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. As well. <laughs> yeah. Then you resolve the problem forever because you're cutting the end of your tim- uh, t- 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 uh, fingers off. You know, <laughs> well, spil- I mean, spilt salt. The reason why I spilt salt was why do you have to chuck it over your salt, shoulder? Cause it- well, salt was a salt was used in Roman times as money. Uh, it was very worth your salt. Yeah. So, oh. so we, so if you spill salt, you're spilling money. So you take a little pinch, and because you're kind of uh, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm basically, like, I'm uh, throwing yeah. money away. Do you think that's where the expression "chief" came? Uh, he's worth his salt, or he's, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where it comes from. So, well, that's, apparently that was called salary because come from salt, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and then, and they used to do trade. They used to do trade in salt, um, but Romans yeah. did well. Oh. I don't know about the black cat thing. I don't know where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, that's a bit strange. I mean, Craig was just saying also about opening up an umbrella in the house. I mean, I don't get that one, like, unless you're yeah. going to knock something over. Well, no, that one, because if, you, if, you, if you're open and it's full of water, then you spread all the water around. There's oh, okay, there's some practicality in them, like, yeah. <laughs> well, Sikh religion believes that you should never cut your hair on a Tuesday or Thursday because then, um, <laughs> then um, you, you will become financially... You become not financially solvent. I don't know where that comes from. Well, that's a weird. I suppose it might stem back to Samson and Delilah, you know, because yeah. she couldn't hair off yet. Yeah, to, to hair just, is your strength. And, yeah. yeah. Hey, we're back to hair again with the Japanese thing with the water and the hair. Well, again. it does. It has a lot to do with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Hair's quite interesting. I mean, your hair's still apparently hair today gone tomorrow. That's it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Hair still grow- Hey, that's a point. I think I'll kill myself and then my oh, hair will geez. grow back because your hair grows after you die, doesn't it? They say it does, yeah. Um, but they also said that your nails. But they also. But the thing is, um, I was reading something today about um, dead people actually, because I was doing uh, some research. And the nails also. Yeah. Um, apparently, their nails don't grow when you die. What happens is that your your skin is shrinking back and ah, uh, okay, so it gives the impression. Right. So there was nails. I wasn't. They didn't say anything about hair, so I don't know if your hair still grows. But they were saying that yeah. when your nails, the reason why that people think that the nails are growing. But it's actually your skin is re- it's shrinking and it's revealing more nail. Yeah, that's interesting. Because as you notice, when you ever look at a dead, if you ever look at a dead person, as you notice, yeah. the, the skin starts tightening around the, yeah. the skull it's, and stuff, don't they? Yeah, it's the uh, it's the after death's uh, facelift. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> you end up looking like Norman Bates' mom in the walking chair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that you know, talking about classic movies, that was a classic. Because I heard that Hitler's waxwork, that the oh, hair yeah. was growing on it, and they had to keep cutting the hair. Oh my god! But apparently, it was hair that was donated to the waxwork that was actually growing. Uh huh. Well, from some of the Auschwitz 
Who donated hair to Hitler's waxwork? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> um, Wax lyrically. Because, I mean, but the, the funny, I mean, not the funny thing about it, the horrific thing about it is that in Auschwitz, when they were shaving all the um, women's hair off, they were actually making them into wigs. Oh, my wear. God. Not, and so you just think, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What was that? Hey, man, you yeah. know, there's something, something fundamentally pretty wrong with human Humanity beings. Yes. In general. Yeah, you know, we've, we've definitely got a dark, I don't mind a dark streak. I mean, you know, you've got to have a balance, but boy, you're oh boy. you got to have a balance. Well, the four, I mean, not to make not to make light of a situation, but the forties were waste, not whatnot. So I don't know. Like, oh, oh boy, oh boy! Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they made use of everything. It's like horrible. Recently, <laughs> I, I watched a documentary that is in uh, on Netflix about yeah. Hitler, and he was saying that um, he um, has a problem in, in. Well, apparently, he didn't have. Um, Two testicles, I think he had one. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was because his dad and his mom were cousins. And also his dad was son. Basically, they were living in an inbred, inbred um, community in, in, in Austria, where yeah, there were several okay, cases yeah. of people. Like that. And you know, they said that when you start to mix the genes too much, then the, the, the kids uh, are born with um, deformations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that does happen. I mean, it happens. And, yeah. you know, that's the reason why, like, pedigree dogs, you have to be very careful when you buy a pedigree dog because sometimes some breeders will start breeding them within their own family. So, yeah. So have all and then what, well, and then what happened? They were saying that he have, um, well, I can't remember the name. You know, the, the hole that you have where, where you pee? Well, yeah. he used to have it not where, where, where all the men have it. But he have it like lower. That's why when he want he wanted to well, so he pee from the side, <laughs> like, no, like, I know, like I actually paid to <laughs> see <laughs> that man. <laughs> like that's why no, that's why the they were saying that every he have a lot of problems because every time he was going to the toilet, a then little he, problem. I'm not he surprised. Was like, <laughs> but he was he was he have a, like a leak. A leak. Oh, he has a name. I can't remember the name. He's just a scientific well, name. There's that song about Hitler, isn't there? Hitler yeah. had only one. All the other. He's had the other when he was small. Imagine that's a great, uh, yeah, great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, only the English could make up a silly so he was story. friends with Goebbels. I mean, things would have been di- things would have been different if that one Jewish critic enjoyed his painting. That's nice. That's right. <laughs> okay, right. Hitler was a failed artist, and look what happened. Yeah, look what happened. He got into a ball. But I am talented. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll show you. I'll show you. Yeah, I've got one ball. You know, I can have a game of soccer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I what you call uh, trouser billiards. I I, I know. Uh, no, I, well, no I, I don't know if this happened in real life, but I was reading uh, in a book or something like this that someone was playing. Someone had a pencil in their bo- pocket, and when they were playing base, ba- uh, basketball, that some it lent. <gasps> oh, God, mm. 
that's why that's why in sports they tell you never to remember when you go to gym class they tell you never to put pens or anything in your pocket when you're playing sports yeah because you could (laughs) could like sort of pale yourself again you're like hitler (laughs) (laughs) and now it's a bloody kebab oh Oh, I'm going to look that up now when I get off. Yeah, you won't get that out of here. Now it's in your head, Vicky. Yeah, because yeah. I remember it because I've seen it before. Yeah. And now I'm just going to have this vision yeah, of it. singing it to you now. <laughs> well, okay. Go, don't start again. But... <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, I can hear REM doing a good version cool. of that, you know. Yeah. Welcome to Leandro Choir Practice with the yeah, Come on, Leandro. <laughs> I'll give you the key. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> follow the bouncing ball, people. Follow the bouncing ball. <laughs> yeah, follow the bouncing <laughs> ball. Sounds like the Glorious Bastards or something. I'm going to rewatch yeah. that one. Yeah. Follow the dancing testicle over. Yeah, follow the bouncing ball. <laughs> Uh, it makes me anyway, I guess we should get back to the ring as we slot. Yeah. We, back- yeah, <laughs> we can't get back to the ring, yeah. So let's give our final thoughts and let's give this a star rating. How many oh, five, out of five would you give this? Starting with you, Vicky, how many stars would you give The Ring? And what's your final thoughts about it? I think it's a good book. I would really probably, I might try to read the spiral. Um, it, it lost me a few times. I don't know why I had a hard time with this book. I don't know if it was a cultural block or whatever. I thought some of the backstories just, I don't know, they didn't need a few of them, but I guess this is what it is. And it was written by a Japanese man. You got to remember that. That's why it had all this probably, it, like I said, it's cultural differences. Yeah. And, but I would recommend it. I mean, I didn't think it sucked. I'd give it a four. Only because I would have given it a five, but it just kept losing me for whatever reason. And I never really have that hard time with comprehension, but just never know. And what about yourself, Craig? How many stars do you give this? And what are your um, final thoughts of the ring? I'll give it. I'll give it four rings out of five, and I would <laughs> say it's it's a very matter of fact read. It's very it's an easy read, I'd say. I'm glad you think it's an easy read, Craig. <laughs> I, I sort of. I just Some of us is more intelligent than others. You're reading with your <laughs> testicle. He's reading with his one testicle. Yeah. <laughs> no, Janet and John's an easy read. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, yeah. yeah. I think, <laughs> but like I've, what what Vicky said about the the culture clash. I think the translation yeah. may have. Yeah, maybe that's you know, it doesn't translate strange. well to English. Maybe yeah. I, I think that happens in any sort yeah. of you know translated book. But yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't right. bad though. I'm loving the ride. And how many by James Herbert? <laughs> <laughs> that's we'll be we'll be covering that in a couple months. <laughs> um, what? How many um, stars do you give it, yeah, Craig? I'll give it four. Yeah, it won't. And by the way, Seth, David, what are your yeah, final I think thoughts? it's a four bouncing balls out of uh, five. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Big Balls. Yeah, Billy Big Balls. No, the thing is, like, when, some, <laughs> uh, when, you, uh, when you translate something from another language, it's always going to lose something, you know? Mm. You know, I remember a friend of mine, he was a, a professor in literature, you know, and he, he said, you've got a real John Paul Sartre in French, you know, that's how it is, you know? The only way you get the true meaning of so. 
to you know do it into English or whatever. Like you know, it you probably do lose a lot. You know, I guess yeah. You know, yeah. You think about a lot of things like that, but yeah, you know. But I think the movie was my favorite anyway. <laughs> and well, except Andre, what are your thoughts of the book? Um. Well, easy, really easy to read. I didn't have this problem that that Vicky had about losing it. Um, me, what I, when I read books like, for example, they're naming, you know, the the Japanese name. Can, I, you ask me the names, I won't remember them. I remember the character, but not the names. I carry reading. I don't pay attention to that. I try to remember the name because my memory is really bad with names, so I know that doesn't work like that. But the, I really like the story. Yeah, I, no, no, save some for yourself. The, um, the things that, that, that the author like put to, you know, to, uh, to explain you why that thing is happening. Like, for example, he, I don't, I don't know if you remember the, at the beginning of the book, he goes to the hotel and he doesn't want to touch anything because he thinks there is a virus around. And then at the end of the story, he said, Oh, wow, I have that kind of like, let's call it like premonition because he was near her but he had to listen to what was coming to his head because that was a, a clue to solve the whole thing but he, he wasn't able to know that until more about well, the end of the story right but well really like it I would um I really really enjoy reading this book I would put a five I personally would give it five. Um, I really enjoyed it. I kind of, I'm actually, my interest is very piqued in how the trilogy works out, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I, did, I read some bits and pieces, some book verbs about it, and I like that the last one is basically the whole world is decimated because of it. So I'm quite yeah, interested see, to see what You don't goes. get that from the movies, you know? No. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so, so it's got my interest peaked, and I actually quite liked it. I mean, I, 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 kept, I was fully immersed in it. I liked the way that it kind of just moved at its own kind of pace sort of thing. Uh, I've seen enough Asian horror, and I've read, I've, you know, I've read a lot of Asian ghost stories and stuff like this. So I think for me, I probably I didn't have any problems with knowing about the what else is going on because, you know, I just finished re- writing a review for Asian ghost stories, which is a volume of ghost stories from fire tree publishing company. And I just, I read that before I actually read the ring. So, so it kind of gave me a little bit of a heads in or an idea, but I, yeah, I thought Ringu was a fantastic book and I can, you know, we'll be covering another Japanese book, not next month, but the month after when we cover battle Royale, which is a interesting Japanese book with itself. So yeah, no, I'll give it, I'll give it a solid five for me. I really enjoyed it. and I'm, I'm actually like I really like I really want to get into the book series as well because as we go into the film, which we're going to do now, um, I like there's so much more I liked in the the book than I actually liked in the movie sort of thing. Or before I really loved the movie, now I'm kind of like okay, so. <laughs> And that brings us to Ringu. It's a 1998 Japanese psychological supernatural horror film directed by Hideo Nakata based on the 1991 novel. The film stars Nako Matsushima, Miki Nakanani, and Haraki Sanada. Also a reporter who's racing to investigate the mystery behind a cursed videotape that kills the viewer seven days after watching it. It is titled The Ring, stylized in as The Ring in English in Japan and released in Ringu in North America and Ring... Circle of Evil in the Philippines. 
Production took approximately nine months. Ring and the sequel, Spiral, were released in Japan at the same time. After its release, Ring was a huge box office success in Japan. It was acclaimed by critics. It inspired numerous follow-ups in the Ring franchise, popularized J-horror internationally, started the J-horror craze that went around through all of Western um, America and England, and it triggered a trend of Western remakes, of which the 2002 American film, The Ring, has been the only critically successful one. So what we're going to do is cut to the trailer of The Ring, the Japanese version, and be right back. どんな Because that this is videotape that kills you when you watch it. You start to play it, that's like somebody's nightmare. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. Katie told you she was going to die. She told me. She said she didn't have enough time. Would you say that I'm gullible? No. Easily rattled? A little highly strung, maybe. I watched the tape. I'm not gonna get all worked up over some rumor. Yeah, show it to me. Miss Keller, I'm bothered by these drawings. Why did you draw that house? She told me to. Who? Who told you to? She tells me things. 
before you die, you see the ring. The images on the table are leading us somewhere. He's showing you the horses. Don't you understand, Rachel? Tell me, Liz. What is it you think you know? Hello? Before you die, you see the ring. Hello, welcome back to the Literary Legends Podcast, and we're discussing The Ring, the 1998 Japanese film, and we'll start with you, Vix. What's your thoughts on The I Ring? I always gotta start. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was kidding. I really enjoyed it. I didn't even mind the subtitles. Um, I probably, I, I always say I'm never going to read the book before I watch the movie, or watch the movie first, and then read the book, because that's probably another thing that screwed me up, because I get my... After watching the original, our ring, you know, the, the westernized movie of it, mm-hmm. you kind of got, you kind of get a bias in your head. And then when you start, you know, when you watch this one, well, it's pretty much the same thing, except for yeah. a couple of different things have been switched up. It hasn't changed too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of stuck with it a little more, except that the main character, you know, is a woman and she uses her ex-husband, well, uses her ex-husband, but he, she, her ex-husband's psychic, is he not in this? And he helps her out. Well, what they're trying to do is figure out what's going on, especially with, I think it's her niece is the first one that watches the movie. And, uh, and, and then there was the children that died at that. What was that place called? I found it kind of weird. Uh, they were somewhere. It was kind of a touristy place for them. The mountain. Uh, they went did they went to the mountain somewhere, but that they yeah. they all watched it and you know it opens up with a girl like, Okay, well, there's this movie that was watched and then they get a phone call and then something bad happens. And you know, anybody that's actually seen uh, what was the, the first one came what was oh Naomi Watts. I think that was mm-hmm. one of her first movies was the uh, westernized version of the ring, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe. But uh she, I actually loved her performance in that. I watched both of them again because I, I, I really enjoyed The Ring the first time I saw it. But I really do like J-horror. I like uh, Korean horror, too. I really think these people are onto something. They give a, a real Is fresh much- spin to the horror genre, whereas yeah. you know, we've kind of petered out over here. Is it Misco yeah. Island? Yes, that's what yeah. it is. It was driving me crazy. I couldn't remember what the name of it. But, you know, these kids will be kids. They go out, you know, it's like, ah, you're going to die if you watch this. But I think they just actually found it and just popped it in, as kids will do. And then the rest is history. Uh, I thought, I, I, as with, like, the grudge and stuff like this, I think that the uh, Japanese have a little less filter when it comes to their movies. And I think that they're more intense and that their, their scare factor is just, just a little bit more. We tend to soften everything because everybody's feelings, you know, we don't want to scare people too much anymore, but mm-hmm. I'm all over it. I love J-Horror, but I thought this was an excellent film. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys look like you liked it too. At least Leandro looks like he liked it. <laughs> what about y'all? Me? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, while you were uh, given, giving us your opinion, I was checking why the, the importance of the long hair in the Japanese uh, culture. Good idea. And he yes. was saying yes. that something like 
is a um, way of showing uh, wealth and health. Wealth and health? Yes. Okay. Like I, said, I mean, they do have some of the most beautiful yeah. hair on the planet. Those women, they just do. Yeah, so that in, in, the, in the old days, apparently certain uh, hairstyles were for certain uh, kind of classes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. that. Mm. That's for sure. It's the same with like uh, with um, people who worked on the land, you know, like ruddy skinned, whereas like the aristocracy were very, quite white and, you know, seen as a sign no of like... No well, well, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now that you say that is really interesting, you know, when yeah. I was in, studying in a university, um, they were saying that at the, uh, in the beginning of the story, the, the history, people who have like uh, dark skin means that they didn't have money, so they have to work under the sun. Yes, uh, collecting the crops and the, the wealthy people were all the time in the shade yeah. and then that changing in time and <laughs> these days if you are really white means that you couldn't afford going on holidays <laughs> if you have a tan means that you went away <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting yeah. Yeah. it's funny how it switches around yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah I really enjoy the the story I agree with what Vicky said it's, I think is the Japanese movies, or oh, uh, they're more like when it has to be violent, it's violent, and then the story, you know, it's like they they. Um, there's just a whole slew of them. Yeah. I mean, you find them on Shutter yeah. or wherever Magna. you can find them, but I will not turn down. I mean, I, I used to hate subtitles. Like I always say, COVID hit, and then I found all these new this new you know world of film out there, and you know, I mean, I, you're missing out if you don't want to read the sub. Even with Japanese and Korean horror, even Indonesian. You don't even have to read it. You can almost tell what the heck's going on because their dialogue is yeah. limited. They just have action. Sort of like Train to Busan. I don't even pay attention to any of the dialogue. That is just hitting it, you know? It's just an awesome yeah. flick. It's just the way they do things. Um, well, and then also I have seen the other one, the one from USA and, uh, and also that one. Uh, I remember that when I, the first time when it came out, we watched it with some, some friends, you know, and then that... I imagine that now, now imagine will be like in the history of this uh, movies will be like everyone will remember the the girl with the hair all down, not yes. looking at you, and when she look at you, boom, you die. <laughs> so yeah, really, really uh, interesting. And actually, Sadako, Sadako, she's not even really the the virus is the villain more so yes. than she is the, in this. The, well, the vi- no. I mean, yeah, the, they don't even mention tuberculosis or the virus or anything in the movie, so it's not part of the movie. Well, I imagine that I I think that that he used that mm-hmm. uh, tuberculosis in the book just to, to explain how a virus works, mm-hmm. so we can understand. Okay, now when she yeah. turns into a virus, okay, now we know what we're talking about and how, as as you said, how it's going to work and what does need to be stopped or not. So, well, Sadako is a lot more vengeful. And they they don't really explain why she is. Really. And she like actually she crawls out of the television set in this one. <laughs> yeah, that That's where everybody really, gets that really, scary shit yeah. with the girl crawling out of the TV set. Yeah. That that just did me in the first time I saw it. Yeah, yeah pretty. Yeah. It pretty, just does because then the TV starts yeah. blinking and you're just like going, God. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> what was that David Cronenberg uh, movie where the um, oh, video drone. Yeah, video drone. Really yeah, video drone. Yeah. That's awesome. Perfect. Oh, and of course, Pol- Poltergeist. When when she's walking, the her image flickers like the TVs. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like, yeah. 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 that's yeah. like definite. Fuck no. 
<laughs> now they'll be stepping out of the laptop. You know, yeah. What were your thoughts, David, about the film? Yeah, it's in the. Uh, just saying, like, now they'll be stepping out of a laptop trying to do things <laughs> on it or your smartphone. <laughs> but uh, pulling out long bits of hair. Yeah, how do you mouth like? Yeah. No, it's great. You know, and like Leo was talking about the hair connection again. Like a uh, uh, strange, you know, like why? Why is it across the face? That, that was a bit that got me, and you know. Well, did you see it... her face? No. It wasn't pretty. No, okay, yeah, I suppose that's why. It was but, damn uh, scary. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Again, Japanese horror strikes again. Well, they, I mean, just like if you watch The Grudge, the Japanese version of The Grudge, I can't remember the Zhu Wan or whatever, is that what it's called? Or, yeah. But, I mean, the faces that the, that they make, and I mean, and then they have the contortionist thing. I think they oh, had yeah. a, yeah, a That was the scariest part, yeah, yeah. And they used yeah. her in this film. I cannot find what, what kind of uh, dance it is. It's going to drive um, me nuts until I find it. I'll find it after I'm done talking to you guys, probably. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just it, just the way she minds, you know. Yes, it's she... just viscerally horrifying. You know, you're sitting there watching TV, and all of a sudden some crazy bitch is walking out of it. And she's doing all this <laughs> well, stuff. T- you know, but... she's a, well, she's the, the person who does that is a kabuki artist. That's kabuki. it. That's ah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of the name yes. of it. It was making me kabuki. crazy. Okay. Um, in London, about 20 years ago, a kabuki um, tour group came here to the Dominion Theater and did Jesus Christ Superstar in kabuki. Really? In kabuki? Really, uh, really excellent. It was really good. And I think David Bowie I would pay to see that. Kabuki at all, you know, yeah. You know, with... Uh, mm-hmm. He was using that sort of thing. No, but I mean, uh, that thing, like you say, like, is it Magna? Magna Comics in yeah. Japan, you know? Yeah, where it's like, it's manga. more... Manga, sorry, beg your pardon. It's like, it's more visual because, the you know, the, obviously, like, you know, the, nobody, not everyone can read Japanese, like, yeah. but it's like, but that's the same way with the movie. It seemed to, it had a real visual effect or mm-hmm. it seemed to hit your subconscious, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, uh, remember the original, sorry, just jumping to make a reference, but the original horror, The Haunting, was more yeah. scary than the than the new one, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. because it was again. It wasn't using shock horror; or, mm. it was just more what suggested was suggested. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's what the ring did. It's it suggests and then a whole lot later, more than you see. Yes, I think so. You know, hits you on that different level. You know, a Jungian level. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Craig, what's your thoughts of the film? Um, I I like. I like this film because it sets a precedent for at the time. Cause I mean, you had like films like, uh, 98, I don't know. You'd have like uh, before it was, that, it was that a slasher and killing. Films like yeah. And things like that. And it was totally different than the others, but Casey. this one, it, you've got the film. Like, it reminds me of like say silent Hill. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dark, yeah uh, I agree with that. Doors. And the way they filmed it, where you'll get like, the fingers on the arm, and then the and then the imprints there, or you uh, get like a flash of someone in a mirror for a second, and um, y- that probably paved the way for like something like the woman in black, for example. Sure, yeah. Um, these little really quick scenes of like, and it, I like this um, the way the filters they use, like in in uh, what, the American one, I like the they use like a um, a blue cyanotype filter. This is very cold. Yeah. There's lots of rain. Uh-huh. Um, I love the water elements. Um, the, the retrospective stuff from the, 
the ladder scenes and the fly and the horse's eye and all that. Oh, yeah. That was really, really good. Clever, I really yeah. yeah, it meant something. I don't really, I'm not really quite sure what it all meant. I guess you have to be a little <laughs> yeah. more introspective, but it was yeah. cool looking, you know, yeah. like, like as with the new one, the new, the new, the newer ring, the, the, the American version of it really focused on that, the, the cameo and the mother and the insanity but, and the horses jumping off into the water and drowning yeah. themselves. And the it's, it's a real brain fuck. Both, both yeah. versions. I don't care because you don't know what's going on until you know what's going on. I'd like but to have seen like, like a prequel. Well, the one, the one in US, in US, I remember like, all the people in that island were th- were thinking that her power was like she was like um, they were all scared. Well, yeah. Yes, rather than when you read the book, she wasn't. She she had that power, but she wasn't like uh, evil, like for being evil. You know, it's like someone was hurting her, then she was doing something like that. Well, I can think of better things to do than to go down the well. And and play with a dead corpse. I'm just, you know, I, I don't want to put her at rest that much. But I guess if I was knowing that I was going to die, I guess I would go down the well. Mm. You know, I just don't like shit like that. Personally, well, I would probably make Keith go. I mean, that, but that, but that, I mean, but the thing is, is at the end of the day, I mean, she's not just trying to save herself in the film. She's trying to save her child. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's. I mean. Oh, so it's and, and she, she, has, a co- and she yeah. has the copy. Yeah. But and, and it's I mean she and, and to be and to be honest, um this is this is what I find quite different from the book. I to be honest, I really used to like the ring. After reading the book, there's a lot of things I like better in the book than I like the the film here. But taking the film as its own entity here, you know, it makes sense that you'd make at the mother trying to save her child at the end of the day. She's not trying to save herself. She's trying to save her child. She did struggle with watching the film though. You knew she didn't want to. Yeah. Well, she put, she put her child at risk because she brought the videotape home. Yeah. So in effect, if her, if her child dies, it's because of her. Yeah. Right. Because what, what's your parents supposed to do? Bad parenting. A parent's supposed to, <laughs> a mother is supposed to protect her child from any yeah. harm, no matter what. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a bit like, you know, if something happens, your child drinks bleach because you left it, you didn't get the right yeah. top on it and you left it underneath the sink. Is that, and whose fault is it? Doesn't even know it's an accident. People will think it's the mother's fault. Yes. Oh, the mother, isn't it? And so changing, changing that um, reflection. So basically changing it instead of the father who's a you know, reporter and his best male friend. We now got a thing where it's the mother and the estranged father mm. trying to save, um, save, save the child. That's what they're doing at the end of the day. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think that the husband actually realized that he was. And this is what's kind of weird about the, the film is that the husband or the the ex-husband doesn't seem to be really aware that he's he's cursed as well. He's got this idea because maybe he does, but I mean, in the Japanese one, he touches a lot of things and she touches a lot of things and it helps bring out the backstory in the Japanese yes. version. I haven't seen the American, I have, I own the American version. I didn't get time to watch it. You've never seen the ring? I have it. I bought, I did a long time ago, like back when it first came one, out. Doesn't I love show. Naomi Watts in it. I think she's fantastic. It, it it's directed by the guy who did Pirates of the Caribbean, same yeah. director. Mm. I think the American one doesn't explain properly about the child, like why, 
why they thought she was evil and had to be put into the well. Yeah, they show that. Well, I think if they do, because they they imprisoned her, didn't they? Because she was yeah. dangerous. Yeah, but they didn't. I'd like. I wish they'd explored it a bit more. They so, didn't. You're yeah. right, Craig. They did not yeah. explore it. Enough. Uh, I think that has to do with um, Japanese. <laughs> I, I I also think that you're dealing with Japanese culture. Um, against American culture. America has really difficult time with kids who may be too evil. You know, I mean, you, you will get some things, but The Ring is a big budget Hollywood film. Yeah. Now, if maybe The Ring was made by an independent American film company, it'd be a whole might, different ballgame. They probably would have sure. gotten more into it. Huh. You know, it's a bit like, um, you know, Children well, they're of the rebooting Corn. Everything. And, it's coming. Well, Children of the Corn was an, independ- was an independent film. Children of the Corn was. The Stephen yeah. King one. And that's probably the one where I can think of the murders sort of thing. Right. Um, but that was an independent. But, you know, I mean, you would, you know, I guess the omen in a way, but to be honest, you don't really see Evil Child until the second one where he's, the, where he's more of a teenager at the time. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's the son of Satan, so therefore it's okay. Whether it's, you know... And his mother the was a is, dog. Yeah, Jack all. And um so I guess like, she was a rottweiler. But, <laughs> but I guess the um but I guess in the ring, the um uh, the American ring, I guess, you know, you know, the child, you know, like you do have this thing as whether the child's um inherently born evil or was it made evil. And America is always America's uh, media and films and books are always kind of tossing this back and forth, you know. Okay. And I don't know if yeah. You know, we're in Japanese. Japanese is that you know things are just good, bad, or evil. That's it. Right. That's you know, it. No, yeah. Which yeah, works like for a, me. Yeah. What about you, Leandro? What were you saying, on? No, I think that um, I can't remember much the the USA one, but I think in in the USA movie, the 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 girl she has been adopted, and they were like, uh, if I'm not wrong, the parents were like old, right, and then. They didn't know why she was like that, and the only one who showed her like affection was wasn't she adopted in the American version? I think yes. In the American version, she was. In the um, in the other one, she's not adopted. So that so that's a there. I mean, now so what you got is Naomi Watts basically protecting her daughter, her natural born daughter, going against then going against someone who's adopted, where you don't know where she came from. So therefore, it's not the parents' fault why she's that way. She's got Something that creepy else. son in the American <laughs> version. That kid, he just needed to go. Yeah. That's, Ama- that's, a, that's American kids in the movie. I, doesn't he, I think he has a bull cut as well. He has that American child bull Yeah, but he was just a creepy kid he calling her Rachel, which is like, I am not Rachel. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it's true. Okay, <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> well, the ja- the Japanese version of the ring, you don't really see the kid at all. You, know, you hear him on the phone no. every once in a while, but because yeah. they kind of go on their mission, and um, and then basically you don't get a lot of the kid really. In it. No. Where the American kind of plays up the kid, but I think that uh, that I mean, America really loves their you know their family settings, their Spielberg family or whatever. So as yeah. well. Well, you can only watch ET so much. You know, it needs some blood, gore, and all that other good stuff. Keeps you warm yeah. at night. <laughs> the single, yeah. the single mother syndrome. But um, but I, I mean, as far as the ja- as far as the Japanese um, film of the ring is concerned, I mean, 
or you know, even the American one because they're very, very similar. I mean, they're almost shot by shot remakes. Yeah, really, they to are. A lot of extent, but um, but I guess what I miss out of the book is that I, I think the history, like the way when he when you're reading in the book, the way that the, the film is, and basically the blinking of her eye, and basically these are the memory. This is her life. So basically, she's giving you yeah. all the clues of what her yeah. life is. In the movie version, basically, it doesn't seem like anything's really connected to what the images that she's showing you has nothing to do with her, really. They're random. Like, they're very random. They're, yeah. And, 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 you know, unless, you know, the, the only close thing about her is the well. You know, the well yeah. is pretty much what's close to her. But everything else doesn't really make a lot of sense. Where in the book, the images are, you know, her giving birth to her brother. You know, the mom getting birth to her brother that doesn't live, you know, and the and the 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 mountain where her mom commits suicide, you know, and this is what you get in the book. In the film in the film it's all about it's a bit different. It's just random images. You don't really know where these random images are coming from and they don't really explain it in the film. It makes great viewing, don't get me wrong. But right. But once you I think once you read the book and then and then find and the reasoning in a way everything comes together. I quite enjoy that or the ring you kind of just watch it and it's like okay it all comes together and then you know and basically it's like you know you get the you know you get the image of basically you know, the mom's like the psychic sort of thing and then and then the the some report some dickhead reporter who fresh fresh off of chasing on Diana into that tunnel comes shows up in yeah. Japan and basically accuses her of being a fraud or you know like a paparazzi person yeah. and then the and then she turns around and like kills him with her mind. The thing is so- what I don't understand the one thing I didn't I, I kind of got it with the ring one and the ring two over here at stateside. But I didn't understand why, you know, like, uh, I'm going to mutilate these people's names. You know, like, they, they turn the TV on, you know, by its, the TV turns on by itself. And they see the well and the, the typical epic well scene, black mm-hmm. and white, whatever. And after all the stuff that they've done, thinking that they've passed the deadline and that the curse is broken, why then does she decide to come out of the well and through the TV at that point? That is the one thing that mm-hmm. throws me. Mm. Well, no, well, the thing the thing is, you got to remember that um, in the the first girl, as the film opens up, the girl, um, the teenage girl who dies. Right. The thing is, um, when she dies, she could have been out of the TV because the thing is, at the end of the day, Zadaku basically just stands there and looks at them, and then they die of fright, and that they turn, they die whatever. And, and that's what when you, they got what, those contorted faces. Those are some messed up faces, especially yeah. in the the Americanized version, <laughs> like. But but if you but if you notice like um when he dies at the end she doesn't touch him she's not going after him she gets out of the TV and she just stands there and he looks at him and then basically they do that thing where she die he dies and basically they do that weird you know the fade twisted out face thing, thing yeah. and yeah and then, but they do that fade out you know the fade oh well, in the Japanese version they kind of do this like uh, a static screen frozen face black and white and then it goes cuts to whatever scenes next. And that's how they did the Japanese version. The American version kind of cuts to the next scene, sort of thing. So, and it's all. And then basically, so basically, she doesn't touch them. She kills them like she did the guy in the um, the the media guy. She just stares at him. He dies his weird face thing, and then uh, like a like go, like the Gorgon, uh, Gorgon, you know, yeah. in mythology, like yeah. Well, now another thing that I that you have that's a bit different is in the movie version is that the videotape already exists. So the videotape wasn't made while these kids were 
holiday underneath a grave. So right, and it's so so when they're going underneath the underneath this house to find the well, it doesn't make a lot of sense because mm. the, the the book makes a lot of sense because that was the tuberculosis hospital. This is where it, you know this is where she died. Um, so when they turned this into the lodge, the well was there, sort of thing. And then that's when her you know the videotape happens because someone's taping a video. Because um, they wanted to watch a TV show, but because the channels are different, yeah, the commercial on it, and um, so you know, but in the in this version, I mean, the videotape exists, doesn't it? It's an urban legend, so she's you know investigating urban legends. So this tape already exists, and apparently, from what we find out in the opening, is that someone died before these kids even saw the videotape because right. of this tape. Wow. We don't find it's out how urban legend though, too, you know, just, yeah. I mean, it's something everybody, the sort of like urban legends in and of themselves are fascinating case study. They just mm, are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's got, there's a little kernel of truth, to just about any legend. Mm-hmm. And you just got to wonder, you know, wow, where the hell did this one come from? Yeah. You know? How did it originate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, another thing is in the movie, the ring, the question basically is how many videotapes are out there. I mean, cause in the book, you're at the Fair very time. beginning of it. At this point, there could be tons. There could be tons of them for all you no, know. No, it's exponential. You want to live, yeah. so you're going to make one. Six of you watched it. Six of you are going to make it, and so yeah. on, and so on, and but, so on. But but what I'm what I'm saying is, in, in the book, the ring, basically, we're at, we're at, we're, pre, we're we're patient zero. We're ground zero. Right. The movie, the ring, Japanese and American thing, we're, we come into a middle of a story situation. Because kind of, yeah. they, there's the, because before it becomes an urban legend, how many people has it affected before it became the urban right. legend that they're talking about? Sort of thing. So well, we're already she, in the middle of a story. Well, the, the the mom is the only one smart enough to go out and find where this started. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about her is that she's the one going. I mean, we start off with Naomi Watts, uh, or the in the Japanese version. Basically, how it all happens is that. They're going around the schools asking people about this urban legend about a videotape, mm-hmm. and that's how she gets involved. And then she finds out that oh, this has happened close to us. This has happened nearby. I'll go investigate. It's happened to family nearby or or niece in this case, and niece Japanese. Not sh- I can't remember the American one if it's a relative or not. But um, and then that's where that's where we spot. That's where the story starts moving forward. But at the end of the day, it does open. But not, I mean, we get the girls dying in the beginning, and then we get her asking pupils and people about the videotape. So obviously, she already knows that the one exists. She doesn't believe it exists, but she's asking people about it. So she knows. So it's already an urban legend. It's like the alligator in the sewer, or the you know, oh, yeah. or the dog licking the blind woman's hand. So like, you know, or wasn't your dog? You know, <laughs> it's an urban legend, isn't it? The, yeah. the movies are more about urban legend, where the books more about. We're at the big. We're at patient zero yeah. in the book. In the book, yeah, that's right? true. I never thought of that. We are at patient zero, and they do. And they I, do. I know- well, they do. well in this this version, it's patient zero. In the American, and I, ah, Americanized version, it's not. Because no, the Japanese version the same as well because the Japanese. No, well, no, you're right. No, no, you're they right. Kind of go right, back sorry. more. There's a little more backstory to it. Yeah. This she, one, you just kind of get hit with it. Yeah, because in in the. Um, she comes across it because her niece dies of it, doesn't she, in the movie, the Japanese movie. Yeah. That's right. And, and then Naomi they say Watts it had a small influence people. on Western cinema. I don't agree with that research. I don't think it just had a small influence on Western cinema at all. I think it had a huge influence. 
I mean, you got yeah. the grudge came out. I mean, everything the Japanese had done, we kind of copy. So I think it's more than just a small Western it, influence. It was ranked as um, sixth in the top 20 horror films of the decade. Have you seen a, a, a movie? I think it's Japanese. The story is like, they're all students and they were like, I think they're like three friends um, rape a girl and like they kill her. So then she decided to take revenge of them and they couldn't see them that they were feeling a weight on the back of the, of the bag is because the girl was sitting on them, on their shoulders, like a kind of punishment. They will have to carry her everywhere, they, wherever they go. Oh, okay. Until they re- oh, her spirit thingy. I, I reckon that sounds familiar, actually. Mm. Is it a Spanish film? No, no, no. It's, it's, I think it's Japanese. Japanese. It I'm does make sense. It. it could be possible that then they made a Spanish version, maybe. Well, no, it could be Japanese. I, I know it's foreign language, so I was just going to wonder. About, but I can see, remember the, the, problem, the problem is, is that when, at the time, I've seen so many J-horrors, and sometimes I have difficulty in differentiating some of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can tell the difference between Audition and The Ring, don't get me wrong. But then there's some ghosty, there's a lot of ghosty J-horror that was coming out that was a lot of similarities to things that I so, sometimes, like, you know, like Hensel and Gretel, or um, and then yeah. there's one about the sit, the two sisters. Two, I think maybe it's called Two Sisters, <laughs> something very <laughs> imaginative. But there's one about the two sisters, and one of them's dead, and the other one's alive, and and then people get lost in the woods, and they yeah, end up man. at their house, and kind of strange stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. essentially, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. Dallas Park way. If you're not careful, you might you might not end up where you think you're going. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think I mean, I think the I think the film The Ring is very well done. I mean, I, the Japanese version I do like a lot. Um, on Amazon Prime, it's the 4 HD version, so it's very very clear and crisp looking. Yeah, like, they deliberately didn't they deliberately make the film grainy? I believe. They did the the image inside the TV. They, right, they, okay. they bringy that up a little bit, so it's more open. And I have to sit there and say the American remake of the Ring um, basically um, doesn't leave a lot to the imagination. Where the Japanese Ring has leaves a lot to the imagination. You know, like the death much more violence in our version, out. I think. And it and it's all about. Uh, but they do the thing that they do in the haunting. It's about you know. It's about the people who find the body and their version of what they saw, but you don't actually yeah. see. That's uh, interesting. You know, they're horrified or they're crying. I think that we, I think that the Americanized version of the ring, they, they like, they make the faces more ugly, you know, yeah, that the faces I thought were much scarier looking in our version. The other things I was expecting twisted faces and all, and they weren't that twisted. They died in horror, obviously something scared them. But I mean, they weren't so dysmorphic, you know. They, I mean, it's just something. The whole body changed. But I also think that's had. I think that has a lot to do with American filmmaking. America wants to see stuff where, you know, like if you look at a lot of European horror stuff that we were covering, and um, I mean, and um, and other and Jap- Japanese or Asian horror as well. Is that it's a, there's a lot of stuff that it's all. You know, like the haunting. It's like 
relates to or you're reading few people's emotions so like and that's a right. z- zombies zombies they show a lot in there but when it comes to ghost story it's all about you know you spend a lot of time looking at the person's face and how they're reacting to it and the horror that they're feeling and all this yeah. other stuff where um, american horror is all very visceral you have they show everything you have to see you have to see you have to see the monster you have to see the murder <laughs> you know it's all very like that mm-hmm. and i i think that i think that has a lot to do with that after the film studio broke down and basically became a free-for-all, I think that America's like, let's show it now. We can now. We don't have the, you know, what yeah, we used to have. Yeah. And Friday the 13th. And, you know, if you look at the first Halloween and Friday the 13th, he showed the violence, you know. And yeah. then, you know, they kind of snowballed after that. So, yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. Saying that I love good, I love good gore and violence. So I'm fine with it sort of thing. But I think that's where the difference is. You know, yeah, I think you're right. But you know, like, go, like say, go back to like Bella Lugosi, the original yeah. Dracula. It was more poetry, you know. It's mm. kind of it was the silver screen. It was just beautifully yeah. filmed and so artsy, and you didn't even yes. really think about it because you were just so. I'm, I'm always in awe when I get to go to like a big screen that has something like that on it because oh, yeah. it's just beautiful, and they're so digitized and clear now. <laughs> I mean, like the new Nosferatu. Also, oh my God! Yes, How yes, they yes, digitized yes. that? Beautiful. We also got pre-haze code stuff as well. Like we covered the Black Cat, and the Black yeah. Cat basically Boris Karloff gets his skin peeled off. Yeah. Well, you can sort of see it. He's going like this, going a little going fast, like this. but he's in the shadow. But, but he's yeah. screaming a lot. I never <laughs> forgot that movie. That was one of those monster movies in yeah. days, and it got stuck in my head. And I go, Mom, what's he doing? I think he's taking his skin off, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I that makes mind you that the American Psycho when uh, Bateman is pulling off the um, the the sort of cleansing mask, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he's tearing off his skin, you know. Oh my gosh, yeah, that movie is epic. <laughs> well, it's a bit like um, whenever you see um, brain surgery. And yeah. cause what they do is, you know, when they break, you know, when they go into the skull, then what they do is they have to right. take the head and they actually peel it down over the face. Ah, I know. I can't handle that shit. And then once they do the brain surgery, yeah. they, they, bring, they have to bring it back over. And, oh, oh, I know. It's just like they pull it all the way down and it's so fucking gross. And it's so disturbing. It's so disturbing. It is. You would bring that up, man. I was going to go to get a faux ball. I ain't doing shit now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's mm. the Hannibal Lecter time when he takes the guard's face off and puts it. Oh on God, man, that is gross. Though, because you don't realize people think when you do an autopsy, they just go in there and do this. That they don't yeah. understand what they really no. do during an autopsy. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. I have to say, I mean, the one thing I, I think that what the book does share with the movies is that it does keep that mystery yeah. thing that basically this has happened, now she needs to solve this crime sort of thing. I don't really, I mean, the reason why she dies is a bit odd. It seems like the doctor, it seemed to me like the doc was upset. Is, is, there, is, there, is the doctor, now the thing is, you never find out the do, the, the guy is, the doctor guy is it, it her father or just the doctor because they never made that clear it's not so clear it kind of went back and forth because no one knows who her father is sort of thing or whatever 
So when he throws her into the well, you never quite is it because he was she was she ugly? Is that why he threw her in the well? Or was it because she was a psychopath? <laughs> he could no longer make money off her because the telekinetic thing went totally wrong when that whole thing was, you know, when, Oh wow. You know, so you never really you're not really quite sure why he, she got thrown in the well. Was it because she wasn't making him money anymore? Sideshows became obsolete. You know, it was kind of like, eh. wow, yeah, yeah. So you never understood what what the daughter did so bad. I mean, yeah, I know, I know that she was, you know, they thought she was serious. evil in both versions. Mm. Yeah, she, they thought she was evil, but at the same time, it's not like they were very loving. Maybe if they were showed a little bit in the movie version. Maybe they yeah. showed a little bit more love. Maybe Possibly. if you she might have turned out, yeah, is it? Because in the movie, it's basically the parents really love their daughter. In the film, the film version, it's like, it's like you had the mom there, but the mom just seems to be like, oh, let's make money off her sort of thing. So, and the mom, the mom doesn't have the psychic ability, but she's pretending to have the psychic ability, but it's actually the daughter that has psychic ability. Yes, a bit like Carrie, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, but then, you know, basically, and then you get this kind of weird story where basically it's like they go to attack the mom. So basically the daughter protects her mom by killing the person through her mind. And then the daughter's bad. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like, it's kind of like a, kind of a messed up. Well, they kind of had it book. coming, basically. Well, I mean, the thing is, the, bo- the book just makes a lot more sense, I guess, sort of thing. And it's, it's like Sadako is more of a tragic figure. We're here. Sadako's just the devil incarnate. For whatever reasons. Right. You know what I mean? Even though we do in the Japanese version, we do get the old man saying that, you know, she used to look at the sea and mumble, the mom used to do before she gave birth. Yeah. So well, that's because she scared all the horses at the- off into the sea and they all committed suicide. She drove all the yeah. animals. Like the swine. Yeah. But because, you know? I mean, she had a power that no one was, you know, someone gave her some love and understanding. Maybe, you know, maybe the horses would have had a better fate. You know, it just seemed like. You know, a child born evil. Well, she adopted her in both versions. I'm pretty sure that there was supposedly some kind of love there. But then Um, the mother in that one throws her in the well. It isn't the doctor. I think the mother kills Sadako in the American ring. In the American version. And then some odd doctor, whether it was the father or whatever. We're not quite sure where the the doctor comes, Dr. Akuma, where that comes in. Yeah. You know, so, so, I mean, it's a great, it's a great movie to watch. Mm. But, Comparing, I think the book makes a lot more sense. The book makes yeah. her a bit more sympathetic and a bit more. There's more of an understanding where the film you kind of watch it, and you just have, you just watch it, and it and it's scary for what it is. But I thought it, I thought it was of, scary. There, there's I couldn't figure out is it a thriller? Yeah. Is it horror? I mean, is a little bit of both because the the Japanese version is straight up thriller completely. You know, oh, kind yeah, of mystery. But the American version is straight up horror because look what they do to disfigure the faces. You don't see that in the Japanese version. They do a little bit. But yeah. if you look at the like at the faces, they're just totally disfigured. You know? Well, and then you yeah. got the face and then you got the yeah. photos blurring in both movies. And then you and then you also have the American soundtrack that's always like giving this intruding doom that's gonna happen. That's, yeah. That's the, third, the American America has yeah, the American one has right. a really strong soundtrack. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's like Joe's, you know. <laughs> yeah, something's coming. Something's coming. Even when there's nothing there, there's something coming. The classics. Are, yeah. I mean, Psycho was probably the first one to use like horror music. You know, mm-hmm. making the music 
part of the actual genre, you know, making it. Yeah, you got a huge storm yeah. coming on, but I'll take you in my fishing boat. That's pretty much the ring as well. I'll get you back to Salon. So, okay. Uh, what, you die, you're going to need a anyway. bigger boat? Yeah, we're going to be in a bigger boat. Yeah. But they did, they did that in the ring as why well. Didn't they ever go, why didn't they ever go back and get a bigger fucking boat? I'll never right. understand that. But <laughs> because they didn't, I, don't, I think they didn't have the you money. You got a megalodon too. chasing you, you know, in the Atlantic Ocean. You want that yeah. crap boat? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they had the money. I mean, first they yeah. had like a poor sheriff who's working in a, in a tourist town. You yeah. got a fisherman and you got a fucking university student that showed up. But he, he has a badass boat. Why didn't they take his boat? It has radar. Yeah. It's yeah. bigger. It's more metal. <laughs> yeah, but if something happened to that boat and, you know, uh, and those people It was lived. his boat. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, was the univer- it was the university's boat. I thought it was his boat. No, it was the and it would have been known, so he, the movie would have been known as a uh, special clause. Yeah. Then the sequel would be Jaws 2, <laughs> Insur- insurance fraud. <laughs> it's like the one in the box. The insurance tries to rake his money back for this small community that ruined their multi-million dollar boat. <laughs> so. Oh, good. There yeah. is a no sanity clause. Everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> the Marx Brothers. Um, but I mean, overall, I mean, I think, I think, I mean, I, I think The Ring's a great movie. I kind of, but I have to say, I enjoyed the movie more before I read the book. <laughs> That's the sad thing about yeah. it. That's the first time I can say that. I, if you ask me, if if we were just doing like, is this part make remake? I would have a different opinion. But now that I read the book, I'm just kind of like gotcha. slightly disappointed because I really like the book more for some reason for me. So I guess we'll rate the movie, The Ring. Starting with you, Leandro. <laughs> you want to rate the ring? You can rate the American one if you want. You can rate them both, darling. We don't care. Four, four out of five. Just because, um, well, at, but the time it was made was really good. And I know that it created like, that impact and everyone wants to watch it. Blah, blah, blah. But as you said, once you have read the book, you, I, I was able to understand more the, the story. And now, now thinking about the story, how it's telling the movie, there are a lot of parts that you don't understand why this is happening. Like you said, all those images that you you couldn't understand why were they appearing. So yes, I would say f- uh, four out of five. How about yourself, David? What are your rating for the yeah, ring? five? At five. I fell into a burning ring of fire. Uh, I'll give it five Johnny Cash's burn. You guys stop it. I was happier with the one nutted song, okay? (laughs) Hey, you got the voice, (laughs) Keith. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Keith. Keith Cash. Yeah, the ring yeah. of fire. That's the one. I can't burn, get that. One. Burn, burn, burn. The ring of fire. He's got the voice. Burn, burn, burn. <laughs> burn <laughs> of fire. Fire. My Cary Grant. 
<laughs> very good, yeah, very good. No, no, Cary Grant, when he did the English accent, was pretty bad, wasn't it? Oh, you got to come down here and voice out. And the worst thing about, and the worst thing about it, he's born English. He's English born. I know, born. that's right. Cary Grant <laughs> was born worse. in England? Yeah. Yeah, his name is Archibald. Yeah. He was from, his name is from, know um, that. Uh, yeah, he's, fr- he's Archie from, Archie Leach. Um, did not Archie know that. Leach. Yeah, isn't he from like Hammersmith or somewhere like that? Something like that. Yeah, he's like you know outside of London. Wow. Exactly. You know, Mickey isn't that as bad as um, uh, when um, uh, Tony, you know, in uh, some like it hot when he was trying to do the English. I English love that movie. Yeah. Love, love, love. What he's trying to or do, Madonna, or Madonna was pretty bad as well when she lived here for two years. Yeah, or um, uh, your man and sort of uh, Mary Poppins, you know. Oh, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. Uh, sorry, Mary. We just got down it's the a hot, totally holiday with Mary, yeah. it is. We'll get some fishy chips in a ring of fire. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Mary. Yeah, yeah, hello, Mary. Are you Johnny Cash? In a ring of fire. <laughs> hey, there, there's a whole <laughs> dark side <laughs> to Mary Poppins, y'all. Keith's got the voice. Yeah. <laughs> Keith's really got the Johnny voice. Oh, I like that voice. I'm gonna, I'm going to use that as a ringtone. Yeah, a ring of fire. <laughs> I can't get that low. <laughs> Sorry, guys. What about yourself, Craig? What are your thoughts of um, the ring? Um, no singing. No singing. I'll, I'll give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give the ring of fire. I'll give it. I'll give it. I'm gonna give it a five because, yeah, yeah it was really good and it and it and it, it set a precedent. Absolutely. Because um, what what we're seeing now is probably a result of the ring, and you know it was a really it was a really good weird mm. weird film. <laughs> um, it was really it was weird. It, it won four awards: best movie, ho- horror movie at the Saturn sure. Awards, MTV Movie Awards. Um, yeah, it was good. Really enjoyed it. And yourself, Bix. What about yourself? I give it a five just because I love J horror and I love I just love Far East horror. I just do. I think it's they've got a refreshing spin on horror because it was dying. It's it's kind of still dying here. Mm. You know, I mean, it's it's it, and I find myself if I see like you know they come up on IFC and I can't remember where else. Um, Tubi has a lot of them, <laughs> yeah. but when I see it, I was like, I'll watch one because they're just great. So <laughs> I love them. Well, Netflix is Japanese, um, Asian horror series are doing very well as well. So, yeah, fantastic. Myself, I'm going to give the ring five. Um, if I'm going to compare it to the book, I did, I did like the book story a lot better. But if I didn't read the book, I, the ring, it's a fantastic movie. I can't. I wish they would have incorporated more of the book into the movie. I do. Yeah. I, 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 like, I like, I like Sudoku's character. I like the backstory yeah. more. That's all, and it made it made more sense. And I like the two guys working against each other. Though yeah. there is a lot of misogyny in the book that there isn't in the Japanese movie. Japanese culture. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah they're quite. Uh, hmm. Do not watch this if you like women's rights. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> you might want to edit that yeah. part out. <laughs> don't watch it alone. Yeah, don't watch it with Lucy. You'll be getting a phone call in seven days. <laughs> it's funny that uh, Muswell Hillkeith was actually Mossy Well. It was built on this old well called the Mossy Well. That is where you got the pub. Aha, uh-huh. okay. Now y'all won't good. look at wells the same. Well, that's why, that's why, that's why Highgate's called Highgate because Highgate were the gate was to enter London, the outer gate. 
Gotta give a shout out to James, our author, that he's been busy. But when I was watching this, I kept going back because I read his book, Appalachian, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's all about the first serial killer that's been documented in the United States. It's an excellent book. I I suggest everybody get a chance to read it. But he kept throwing all of his dead people down the well, too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the bad thing, I mean, if you. The only bad thing is, is that you might not want to throw them down. If you're a murderer out there, and you're, and yeah. the water, your water source is coming from that well, you might yeah. want to avoid dumping people down there. But if it's well, a well that you're not using, go for it. Property, so. Well, I live in a which is um, yeah. basically a, it's an old swamp. That's why I, I live in a swamp pit. <laughs> you live in a swamp. <laughs> and my street's called Park Hall Road, but it's actually Park Here Road because everybody <laughs> leaves the vehicles there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I live in Woodside Park, so obviously there must have been a park and there must have been woods. It'd have been a wood, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> a no brainer. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Oh boy. You know. But you know, but it does make you wonder, like, how did how did towns like Letchworth or Grimsby get their name? <laughs> Oh, but, yeah, yeah, Grims. It's Grim up north. <laughs> yeah, Grimsy. Or Letchworth. It's like Letchworth. <laughs> We've got a place, uh, Vicky, called uh, Balls Pond Road. Balls Pond Road. Yeah, one that's ball, ba- One Ball Pond Road. There we go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in, uh, in the city of London, there's Cock Street. Yeah, yeah. And, and Cock Fosters. Yeah, you guys are big on cock over there, I have to admit. Cock and bull. Yeah, the cock and bull. England's got some weird names, but I'll tell you. This. I'll do a shout-out to Carol, Louie, and Luca, who live in Cock Fosters. That's there you go. Shout out. Shout out to them. You're listening. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was like, when you tip the tip the tinny, mate, you tip in the Fosters, we call it Cock Fosters. <laughs> no, sorry. A slug in letters. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, put another prawn on the barbie, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Austin Lugo. I'm Andrew Harp. This is With Nothing to Say. And let's talk about movies. With over 3,000 films log, Andrew and I, best friends since middle school, have dedicated our lives to watching, making, and talking about movies. Each week, Andrew and I handpick a movie he's seen, I've seen, or neither of us have seen, and dive deep into anything and everything to wannabe cinephils could ever think of. From horror to dramedy, we do it all. So join us as we talk about everything movies, and maybe you too can become a bona fide cinephil. So uh, this brings us to the end of the Literary License Podcast. Next book and screen, we'll be covering LP Lovecraft, where we'll be discussing Right, um, someone who's a racist and someone's misogyny in From Beyond, and we'll be covering the classic 1986 film as well. <laughs> um, next week will be our make remake, we'll be covering the Japanese horror Pulse from 2001, and we'll be covering the American remake from 2006. Um, and of course, our 80s will be covering two more ghost stories. We'll be doing The Lady in White from 1986 and who was the last one? Oh, and One Dark Night starring E.G. Daly, our friend um, and yeah. fan. Um, and, starring, and that also stars Meg Tilly and... I love uh, One Dark Night. That was an excellent film, too. And Adam West from Legend. Batman. He's in the One Dark yeah, Night as well. That's a great movie. Both great movies. And of <laughs> course, we'll be going on to Dark Shadows, but remember, our next book to screen will be 
make sure you don't don't forget to double tap. We'll be covering zombie horror from beyond. Ooh. So that's all I want to say is good night. So it's good night for myself. Good night, Vicky. Good night, thank God. Good night, Craig. Good night, everyone. And um, check out my, uh, if you want to check out my art in my gallery, check out um, Etsy store Craig's World. Um, I'm shipping everywhere now. so It's good stuff. I do aluminiums as well. If you want a cool picture um, for your collection on aluminium, I, I, I can print straight onto aluminium. He's got or, a couple or, and, of wells for sale, too. And, and for our American fans out there, he was trying to say the word aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah, that's right, mate. A ring of fire. Aluminum ring of fire. Do it, do it, Keith. Do the voice. Do it, do burn, it. Burn, burn, burn. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Maybe I should hook up tonight. That's the one. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, if if, if Um, you're going to get a ringtone, don't make it the girl coming out of a well. David's David's gigging at the at the Catcher in the Rye. Yes. Um, Not that it's uh, you know you guys. Oh, I've been the Catcher in the Rye. I've been there. Come down if you want. You know, it's a. Well, what day is it? Well, uh, tomorrow night, Saturday. Yes. Around about nine o'clock. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they uh, do good burgers there, actually. I'll learn the song key if you want, and then you can sing. I was there. Hey. I'd come watch it play. That's the one. <laughs> Rig of fire. Oh, he's got uh, I want video. Oh, I want video. You can put a cap on the floor and collect money. What, a cat? <laughs> <laughs> put a cat on the floor. The cat goes around and says, hey, give us your money, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, I'll get that girl from the well to come and see you. <laughs> awesome. I'm going dress, to dress as a rooster with a ring around me. And people ask me, what are you? I go, I'm a cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a pub <laughs> in England. <laughs> the cockering. The cockering of fire. The cockering of fire. Cock bosses. There you guys go. Business is born. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's like that lesbian bar here in London called Kitty Lips. <laughs> they used to have a big one. I don't know if it's here, but in Dallas, they have a oh. there's a gate. The gates the, for females bars. They got JR's across the street and Sue Ellen's is across the Street. So oh, you got Jr. and Sue Ellen. Oh my God, he used to be such a blast going on that's, that's that's still better than Kitty Lips. For yeah, anything's bar. better than Kitty Lips or the <laughs> or the Pussycat Theater. That one, the only. No. Oh like, yeah, that was pretty bad too. Or the Lady Garden Paradise in Manchester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Kitty Litter, the the, the yeah. late drag queen. God rest his oh, soul. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> there was one in Tulsa called the Shag Carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, just can't. It's no, not in Tulsa uh, anyway. I can handle it if it was in Dallas, uptown, yeah. but in Tulsa, no, not so much. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we better hurry up and say goodbye. So, good night to you, Good night, yeah, everybody. We're sorry. Good night, <laughs> good night Leandro. <laughs> and we'll see you next week for Pulse from 2001 and 2006 and good night y'all hey everybody love is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire 
I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire